Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted little piano. Football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph. Uncle Mosh and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger, and welcome in, Raider Nation, to another episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate you joining us live here tonight in Murph's Fan Cave for episode number 236 of Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, so for those of you that are joining us on the YouTubes, that is uh, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio, you'll notice our Fan Cave cam looks a little different because uh, I got kids and they like to kick cords and rip things apart, and so the Fan Cave cam isn't working, <laughs> so we're just going to have this little video montage kind of playing and playing there, so if you're watching there, uh, that's what that that's all about. And yeah, if you're not watching us on the YouTubes, you should probably do that. Uh, you should. Yeah, check why us. haven't you done that? Why haven't you done that? What's the matter with you? Hey, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Hey, you got to watch us on the YouTube. So YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio every Wednesday night uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 Eastern. Uh, we took a couple weeks off and appreciated the break. And uh, uh, if you missed uh, some of our uh, discussion around some of the Raiders new hires, you could check out uh, the Raiders Fan Radio Rundown, which Swag Jeff and I did last week. And you can also check out the other show on our network, which is uh, B- uh, Silver and Black Flashback. And that's hosted by our good friend Rich Schmelter. So always lots of good content coming your way uh from us here at raiders fan radio and if you're an audio uh podcast listener uh well actually if you're an audio podcast listener you've already found us on uh, whatever podcast service if you're not and you want to become one you can just search for us at 
iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, uh, Stitcher, wherever you find a podcast, you can find Raiders Fan Radio. Just give it a search, and we just ask that you uh, hit the like, hit the subscribe, uh, hit those hit those buttons. Give us those reviews. It helps the uh, the uh, whatever the algorithms and all that good stuff, and uh, helps get the word out there for Raiders Fan Radio. And by doing that. We generate more revenue, and when we generate more revenue, we give more money away. But I don't want to tell you about that. I'm going to turn it over to the second man in the booth tonight. He is my best friend and yours. He sits in the southern annex of the western annex of the Merce Fan Cave Desk, and we call him Swag Jeff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, you got to plug it in. Because I got to plug it in. Well, so this is why you're the social media director, not the technical director. Apparently so. Like, did, Holy did, cow. did you miss the AV class there okay, in the, like, the eighth grade? shut up. You broke the fan cam. Well, Kiss me I didn't break okay? it. One of them damn kids that runs around up These here did. damn like, kids, like, man. Like, it's, it's crazy. Right up, you got Where am no, I at? Above. Oh, above. Where's it the, at? The, the hole is on top, Jeff. <laughs> Find the hole. Let, let's kick it over no. to my buddy that runs Domenico's Deli here in Middle Tennessee, uh, quarterback for uh, our MTSU Blue Raiders, number 12, QB Jeff. What's up, Jeff? What's up, boys? What's up buddy? How are you? Yeah, give yourself a little Yeah, give yourself a little there. bit of applause. Yeah. But, but, Hello. Jeff, it's the one on top for the Lord. Shut up. What? Find, the, find the hole. There you go. Jeez, there, there you go. go. Now hit your applause for Swag Jeff. And, QBG. and Why, turn it up. You got to turn it up. You know where the button is on there. We had this thing with Uncle Masha. This is what happens when Masha's in here. Everything just goes everything, to hell. It's, it's a disaster over here. What the heck? I gotta, just quit touching this damn tr- iPad. I'm not touching nothing. No, you did something. Hit the button again. Is it loud enough? There you go. Hey. Welcome, QBE Jeff. Hey. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. What a start to the show. Oh my I'm running out of time. My life is running out of lifespan. Well, this is what happens when you take 14 weeks off from doing this thing. We're all kind of out of no sorts kidding, over here. No yeah. man. I uh, appreciate you, uh, QB Jeff, for being here tonight. Appreciate you uh, QB Jeff, of course, is not only aficionado and uh, uh, of serving up the most delicious sandwiches in Middle Tennessee, right. but he also has a podcast, a group of five uh, guys, which they talk about um, the lower five conferences, so not the big ones like the SEC. I don't like to say lower. I don't know. Really <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if you're going to beat me up for that one. Okay, <laughs> so not the lower, the uh, alternative there we go. five conferences, there we go. and uh, and a lot of great players that come out of there, Tons. and you are uh, 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 an expert expert uh, on those players that come out of those conferences and we have a lot of questions about those uh, players it, being that the draft is upcoming so we want to pick your brain on that and then also um, uh, as we go forward we want to hear more and more from you uh, on your draft analysis on those group of five who would say who comes to mind like right now like off the top of your head who's like the big get out of the group of five schools for the draft this year it just depends what you're looking for I'll tell you right now who's going to be a sleeper I think it's gonna be a stud in the NFL is uh Sincere McCormick, he's a running back out of San Antonio. Guy had a hell of a season. Okay. Uh, he is a bona fide stud. He can do it all. Really? So if you're looking for a back, that's a great back. Is he like get. a quick guy, power guy? He's like- kind of a hybrid. He can do both. He's, he's He doesn't have breakaway speed, but he's got great vision. He breaks tackles, and, and he's not a slouch. He's, he's fast. Yeah. He's just not, you know, he's just not going to burn, you know, take the top off. Okay. He can run, and then... Uh, Look out for Bailey Zappi, Western Kentucky. Oh, yeah, you know, hey, we go, talked man. about him last week. Yeah, broke yeah. every re- passing record in college football this year. Unbelievable. All, all right? of Joe Burrows, and say what you want, but throwing the ball is throwing the ball. Throwing the ball is throwing the ball. And so well, how, how come a guy like that, and, and I know, we're, and I want to throw it over here to Jeff here in a second, but, but tell me something. 
So you got a guy like that who sets literally every college football record, and you're right. You still got to throw the ball. Like, yeah. yeah, you might have bigger windows or whatever the case may be, but you still got to do what you're he still did. Still reading defenses. You're running the offense. You're, you're completing balls, throwing touchdowns. So why so. Did, will he go in the seventh round? Why will that guy like that not be like a Carson Wentz or a Trey Lance or somebody like that out of a group of five that gets drafted much higher? Well, you got the, the school he went to in Western Kentucky, so people have their their skepticism about that. But he's not he's not super tall, he's not super fast, but he's smart and he delivers a ball on time. He's got he's got good arm strength. Sounds he like Russell Wilson or something. Yeah, but Russell Wilson is, is probably a better athlete than, okay. than Bailey is. But the guy's just he knows what you know, he's like seeing. Like a Doug Flutie type or something or like Drew that? Brees kind of a thing. I would say more or? like a Drew Brees. Okay, okay. I had to classify him. I okay, mean, he can run and move. Don't probably better than Brees can, but he's he's not as fast as like a Wilson, but. I mean, he dissects the defenses like any like nobody's business. Okay, so cool, man. We'll I don't look care. Forward. You break those records, like you're doing something right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. You know There's got to be some sort of talent there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're not a chump, that's for sure. Uh, so, anyways, appreciate you joining us tonight, uh, QB yeah. Jeff, of yes. course, and Swag Jeff, of course, who typically adorns the uh, the second man in the booth over there. But Jeff, you're not only our social media director. Yes. You also. Take our episode number, which tonight is 236, and yes. you tie that back to something significant within Raider Nation. Absolutely. And before I do that, uh, oh. I, I do want to talk about uh, the One Nation Foundation. Yeah, well, so that's the One our Nation non-profit. Foundation yeah. is our is our nonprofit here at Raiders Fan Radio that uh, that promotes and helps Raiders related charities, Murph. And so uh, so every year we go to the Blitnikoff Foundation, present them a big check. We've donated to the Stabler XOXO. We've done the uh, Greater Youth Sports Association out in Vegas. We've done all kinds of things, and, and we're trying to maybe get involved with with Mariota's Foundation, the Motivate Foundation, or the Darren Waller Foundation. There's going to be a lot of stuff that we'll just be able to, you know, just slide checks to and stuff. And and it's all because of of fans and listeners of this show. Uh, you guys make it, and so. Thank you, Raider Nation. Absolutely, it's unbelievable. And, and so, if I could interject, we've already raised over uh, uh, over just over eleven hundred bucks nice. already this year. And okay, it's January, and it's January. Now, granted, a lot of that stuff was left over from what the couple of the things we did late, like because we had the last couple of shows. Man, we had some donations come flooding in. Yes, even, like, we did. We didn't even give anything away. Yeah, we just had a couple, yeah. I think right before the playoffs, there it was almost five hundred bucks or something. And we yeah, didn't do anything. By the time Google takes their cut and all that kind of stuff, which sucks, but still, anyways. Yeah. But by the time, time, they, time they take their cut. And that makes it to us. Yes, we got just like it's like eleven hundred and change. So we're looking forward to a banner year. We did four thousand bucks our first year. Yep. We did twelve thousand dollars last year. Our goal is twenty. We want to hit the hit twenty grand this yes. year. Anyway, and yeah, and we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. and if you don't follow us on Twitter, uh at one nation FDN. Do that. Go do that. We we lost all of our followers. It got um, nuked. It got nuked. Someone killed. Someone killed the Twitter page. Uh, QB Jeff. We we, we we won't name any names or whatever. But hey, it's all good, it's all right. man. We're good. It, it, you know, we just we got to rebuild. Hey, man. We just rebuild it back we up. And it's all. And Fish stops swimming, they die, man. We keep on going. That's it, man. That's it. You got it. And so this week, uh, in honor of Super Bowl week. We are going to be uh, we're going to be doing a little raffle tonight, buddy. You Let's know, go. We, we we raised a bunch of money a couple of weeks ago and we weren't giving anything away. Well, now we are. Now we are. And so, in my hands, I have a signed mini helmet uh, with a certificate of authenticity for uh, of Howie Long. So Villanova's gonna, Howie Long. Speaking abs- of five, abs- five. absolutely, absolutely. So so every ten dollars donated tonight. We'll uh, give you one poker chip into the running to score this Howie Long signed mini helmet that we bought here in Middle Tennessee. Bought here in Middle Tennessee, right around the corner from your deli at, yeah. at, uh, at Brohalla. Yeah, Brohalla. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, so we bought it there. So yes, yeah, so every every uh, ten dollar donation, you'll get we'll get a poker chip. 
It's going to go into the bucket, yep. and uh, Jeff will keep track of that, assign you a number, and then uh, QB Jeff will draw the chip, and whoever has the winning chip, we will uh, send you, send me your address, and I will send you that um, uh, that fantastic mini helmet there. And Ab- so, uh, Absolutely. So very, very cool. All absolutely. Right. So so for the episode number, yes, episode number 236, every, every episode I take a significant moment within Raider Nation and tie it back to the episode number. In this episode 236, we're going all the way back to 1969. Wow. 69, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, the 1969 season, it's John Madden's first season at the yeah. helm for yeah. the Oakland Raiders. And he stepped into a, an amazing situation because un, the man under center was none other than the mad bomber himself, number three, Daryl LaMonica. Whoa, let's yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. So in 1969, an all-pro season for Daryl LaMonica, the mad bomber who had a record of 12-1-1 threw for 3,302 yards and 34 touchdowns. Unbelievable. In 1969, Daryl LaMonica averaged... 236 yards per game Let's for the go, Raiders. dude. Nicely done, Swaggo. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's Let's go. Let's know, go. Right? You got to love a Mad Bomber highlight. You got to right? love a Mad Bomber Got to love that. It was so cool. We got a chance to meet Daryl, of course, at the Blitnikoff oh Foundation gosh. dinner this year. If we ever Uncle get our Ma- hands on that audio, the- we'll definitely put that out there. Absolutely. The only time I've ever seen Uncle Mosh fanboy out over anybody ever <laughs> oh, was, totally. was the Mad Bomber. And uh, and shout out to Uncle Mosh, too. I know he's in our chat room tonight. Uncle Mosh, we love you and we miss you. Yes. And uh, and continued prayers up to Aunt Kathy, who he's, he's at home taking care of. Love you, KP. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and speaking of that, and much love to Miss Libby, too. Uh, yeah, wife. absolutely. Always thinking yeah, of praying, prayers praying up for, for her, her as well. well. Um, all right, so uh, that, that was our episode number. Let's hit some contact info, and then we uh, would do some respect. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? You want to email, email me? me. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Ticky Ticky Tocky Tock. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Good. Oh, oh man, that was terrible. Our timing was off. Yeah, there you go. I oh was all Alex gosh. Leatherwood on that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. a little absolutely. too early. A little too. Early. You never want to go too early. <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> easy. <laughs> no easy. comment. Easy. Okay, so uh, 
Uh, thank you, Uncle Mosh, there for the the contact info. And yes, please hit us up on all those areas and check us out on the social media. And uh, so, speaking of where you can hit us up, Swag Jeff, we already have our first donation in tonight. Absolutely, big big silver and black uh, in there says, "What's good, guys? What do you think of the new hires?" Of course, uh, other than McMahon. Uh, oh, Mc, is, is it McMahon or something? How do you pronounce it? That's our new special teams guy. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, he so, c- comes over from Denver. And uh, first off, appreciate that uh, big silver and black. Yeah, and you'll get, yeah. You poker chip number one. Poker chip number you, one. So right now, you've won a Howie Long mini helmet. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're the, the only you're, donation you're the first in. one in the bucket there. So um, we're gonna we have a whole segment coming up on that. So stay tuned. Appreciate the uh, the question there. And yeah, we got uh, uh, not necessarily a big breakdown on each one because we talked so much on the rundown about Ziggler and about uh, Josh McDaniels. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, Champ Kelly, our new assistant GM, but then a lot about Patrick Graham. So anyway, stay tuned for that. We're gonna get into that and uh, here in just a couple segments. But here at the top of the show, uh, Jeff, uh, we're Italian. Forget about it. Hey, I like to give her a little bit of respect. You know, we don't respect. do props. Hey. We don't do shout outs, but uh, we like to give respect. Nothing wrong with those other things, but, you know, that's what we do. So I want to give a respect to, uh, to a bunch of Raiders. Uh, big surprise. Uh, I'd like to give respect to, uh, first off, I guess he's a former Raider now. Uh, I want to get, we get, and we gave respect to this guy before at the, at the conclusion of the season, but Coach Bisaccia has officially yeah. moved on. Uh, he's now going to be the special teams coordinator uh, with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, so enjoy Lambeau Field, Will Compton. But um, yeah, yeah, he'll be there. He'll be there. But we want. We just want to uh, once one last time kind of celebrate Coach, celebrate what he did uh, for this team. As as you know, he he took us in to to the play- first interim head coach to ever take a team to the to the postseason. And so, so just one last time, I uh, want to celebrate him. You got any thoughts about Coach Rich? I, you, I know you weren't here last time we talked about it, QB Jeff. Uh, you got any kind of final thoughts for what Coach Basaccia did for us? Yeah, of Italians. I, I, I think he's obviously a paisan, but. He's a great coach, man. He deserves a head coaching opportunity somewhere. And for some reason, he just keeps getting overlooked. I don't know why. But, I mean, considering all the things that happened, I mean, he held he held it together and more. Like, he didn't just held it together. Like, we, we made the playoffs, which we haven't done in a long time. So, man, I got mad respect for him, and I hope he gets that opportunity somewhere. Yeah, you know, right head on. Coaching that, absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, and I'm with you. I'm surprised and the players he didn't get... lo- And the players loved him, man. Oh Every my gosh, player wanted him back. Him. Yes. Like, that says a lot, man. That says a lot about who he is as a coach and a man. So, absolutely. shout out to him. Yeah, good stuff there. And so, so appreciate that. Appreciate you, Coach, coach Pisaccia. And, uh, you know, much uh, much to the chagrin of Bears fans. Um, you know what I mean? We wish him the best of luck there uh, in, the, in the frozen tundra. So, um, all right. So next up, let's. Oh, heck, you got to let's do these donations, Jeff, as they're coming. Yeah, absolutely. There, yeah, uh, Fargo Raider with a ten dollars donation says, "Afternoon, fellas. Uh, speaking of Brohalla, I still want to send you guys some uh, some Drecker beer, Brewhalla from here in Fargo." Nice. Oh, so, yeah, deal, man. So deal. Send it on, and we'll definitely try it, man. Yeah, shoot me an email, Murph at RaidersFanRadio.com, and we'll get you linked up with an address and where you can send all that, and we will be glad to uh, to review it here and, and and partake on the show and celebrate. Uh, Brujala and, uh, and 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 you Fargo Raider, we appreciate you, Josh. Absolutely. Um, and uh, what else? You got one in there from uh, from yeah, Capo. from Capo man. Twenty dollar donation says greetings nation, respecting Basaccia. All right, let's so, go. Yeah, Let's totally, go right man. on. Absolutely appreciate you, Capo. And we're going to, of course, hear from Capo uh, here in just a little bit. Yes. Um, all right. So back to respect. So, of course, we had the Pro Bowl this last week. Uh, QB Jeff, did you watch the Pro Bowl? I didn't. Yeah, and oh, neither did anybody else except me and, and Swago. <laughs> and I think, and I had it on while I was doing other things. You know what I mean? But I did. I did want to see the Raiders stuff. Yes. And uh, so let's give uh, much respect to Hunter Renfro. 
Denzel Perryman, Max Crosby, and A.J. Cole, of course, the four representatives of the Raiders, uh, and including the, the city of Las Vegas, where, yeah. where, and, and it being at Allegiant Stadium. So it's very Raider-themed. Uh, you know, Max Crosby, of course, winning the defensive MVP, uh, along with that way overrated quarterback. They got booed. He got booed. <laughs> hey, he, dude, he got freaking booed, That's and awesome. like, and and the the uh, the news lady that was over there interviewing both uh, him and Max, they were like, like she put her hand on him, like, "Are you okay?" And he was like, "Nah, it's okay." I guess it I wasn't it. the first time he's been booed at Allegiant Absolutely. Stadium, and it, and it won't be the last, and it won't be the last. Absolutely. So you know. So anyway, so so congratulations to Max, and and much respect to to him. I thought Hunter Renfro. I, I didn't like Justin, as Mosh calls him, Justin Abair. Justin Abair gets the gets the MVP, but he wasn't that great. No. Like I thought, Hunter Renfro easily could have. Won. I thought we, and I think the only reason we didn't sweep it was because they didn't want to make it just like 100%. you know what I mean. They yeah, didn't want to yeah, give it to two Raiders. Yeah. But um, so much respect to Hunter Renfro. Caught a great touchdown pass in the back of the end zone. Um, of course, Denzel Perryman was fantastic. Uh, he, except, he, except getting mossed on a play. Oh yeah, that was right. Never mind. Yeah, I forgot about that thing. Yeah, that's, that's not eh, where he. That's, that's, okay. that's not what he does. Yeah, yeah. he's a no, tackler. That's not what exactly. he does. He's he was in the Pro Bowl to be a tackler. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. looked. He looked like Jonathan Abram covering a backup, <laughs> a backup running back. Get his Corey Littleton on out there. Yeah. Uh, but so and and so uh, Perryman was mic'd up, uh, which I di- I was going to feature that, but here I can let me let me tell you what Pen- Denzel Perryman's mic'd up was like. Hey, I'm mic'd up. Hey, I'm mic'd up. That was it. Like he just kept was, telling people. It was five minutes of that of him going, "Hey, I'm mic'd up." That's hilarious. Thanks, DP. Yeah, like so. Anyway, not the exact guy you want. Probably not. You know what I mean? So, uh, so I don't have that. Although we do have AJ Cole. So I mentioned oh, Max Crosby yes. uh, is, is your MVP. He was fantastic, and they had a nice set of interviews with him. But I overrode all the the other audio to bring you the AJ Cole appreciation segment or the AJ Cole respect segment. A.J. Cole is quickly becoming one of my favorite Raiders, not only because he's a great punter and a long legacy of punters for, uh, for the, for the uh, Oakland, Los Angeles, and Las Vegas Raiders, but he's a soundbite machine. He's my so, third best friend. He is, you have a lot in common with him. Yeah, absolutely. We both, uh, we both sport the number six. Yes. Uh, what, what else we got? You both love Marcus Mariota. We both love some Marcus Mariota. I'm and, sure A.J. Cole tonight probably also has a white number eight Mariota jersey on. Oh, there is no doubt. And, it's, and so speaking of the love affair that you have with him, I have, yeah. a, I have a picture. I told him to, to grow his hair out. You told you. I told you him were that the one? At, in 2019 at the Bolitnikoff Foundation. I said, hey, man, you ought to, you ought to grow your hair out. Oh, let's see. Here we go. Can you see it? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Stupid light. So. Yeah. So, so as you can see right there, uh, he stands about three feet taller than me. Uh, I can, a short I can haired AJ Cole. For a short haired AJ Cole. This, uh, he, was, he was young and, 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 and innocent back then. And <laughs> so, uh, and you can see that I can, uh, I can rest my head right into his bosom. It's, it's just great. It's great. We're, we're besties, man, for sure. You are besties. So, uh, let's check in with AJ Cole. So this is about a. I don't know, like three and a half minute segment or whatever, but there's nothing worth cutting out. Yep. So let's check in with AJ Cole live at the uh, the Pro Bowl practices. Like Marcus? Marietta? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Nicest man in America. Absolutely. Pun sets, pun sets. I can work with this pun team right here. I can, I, I can work with this. We got like 148 sacks on this. This right here is a $400 million punt team. This this punt team right here could sell stocks. This 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 punt team could publicly trade. 
What's my read? What's my what's my read here? Go, who's open? Oh, that, that, ball, that was a nice ball right here. Huh? No, no. I'm trying to set records. I'm trying to set records. I like my $400 million punting right there. <laughs> <laughs> that right there is a Fortune 500 company protecting me. <laughs> that was a dot that I threw to Slater. Yeah, it's great. That was a dot. Anything quite turnover, but yeah, yeah. nice spiral. So if I just rip some into the crowd, that'd be cool. Mahomes looks perfect in the glasses. Yeah. That's oh, like, that, I could have yeah, cut that one off. Sure. I should have cut that one. Brable's hand this morning, and I thought about trying to just alpha him from the start. And like, we need shakes. This one right here, just grab right here. You got, you got no power right oh, now. You got <laughs> right. yeah. you got <laughs> like, you got this little wimpy dainty. So I do the mustache after every season and after every OTAs. The only rule I want changed is I want no ties. I want. Uh, it, I understand. I understand because of this. Because of the sake of like television or whatever, they got it in the game. People this is what you do. You just. It. No, you just. You just send both kickers out they, to the fifty-yard line with wizard. <laughs> that, that box. You send them out with wizards. With wizard tea. Yeah, with a wizard tee on the fifty-yard line, so sixty-yard field goals. When someone makes it and someone misses, the game's, game's over. over. That's just how you're gonna decide penalty it. Kicks. Like, yeah, penalty exactly. kicks. Exactly. Penalty kick. My other. My other idea is uh, offensive lineman versus defensive lineman one-on-ones, but receiver routes. So you put your left tackle out there, receiver stance, you, you put you put, you put a quarterback in, and then you've got a D tackle covering him. It has to have a completion, has to be more than three yards past the line of scrimmage. You, you get really three seconds or four out. seconds or whatever to get it off. You both go, and, and then you go until someone gets it and someone doesn't. Dude, I really do think we should just do one drive, though, where everybody just picks a new position. In the Pro Bowl. Do they do that ever? What's up, dog? You remember on NCAA how they used to have the mascot game? Oh, yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Where you just got big fellas playing little positions. Who is your pick of any of anybody here that's not a skill player? So, like, offensive, defensive linemen or linebackers to play quarterback? Who's your pick? You get one guy. Can you play it? I can see that. Uh, probably Hunter Renfro, I would say. Just looked like got the body type for it. He's got the hairline for it. I think he's probably going to be the best guy. <laughs> yeah. You need to have me go out there and just be like, this is what an average man looks like. This is like your litmus test, right? Because if you see Tyreek Hill running next to Micah Parsons, someone looks faster and someone looks slower. But if you see me like nine and a half yards behind him at a 40 yard dash, and be like, this is like, this is, this is how fast like a standard stock right off the shelf man runs. Like with very little training or ability, this is like what, this is average. This is just world like three billion above, three billion below. This is the control. Nine and a half yards back on a 40 yard dash. Good job, Hunter! Good job, Hunter! Woo! <laughs> Best player in the NFL. No doubt about it. Look at him, he's beautiful. Oh, man. There you go. There's your punter, AJ Cole, man. This dude's a treasure, right? Dude, he sounds like he's an eighth grader, though. I, yeah, like his, right? Like yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. I think he's such a goofball. That's awesome. Oh, man, yeah. He's great, man. Love AJ Cole, man. I love it. How, okay, so Swag Jeff. Yeah. Instant reaction. We already established that that AJ Cole stands about two heads taller than you. Yeah. And he says he's going to go out there and represent average man. Thoughts? 
I, I felt represented. <laughs> <laughs> I felt represented. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah, what God. a guy, man. What a guy. No, what good stuff guy. there from AJ. I got one more for you from AJ, but and, before and you do I that... might like this better than 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 that clip that you just did. Okay. Uh, this clip that you're about oh, to do. Oh, okay. Well, before that, do you want to hit these donations and stuff? Yeah, and give us an update? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh Wire Raider with the ten dollar donations. Uh thank you very much. So yeah, so uh poker chip number five goes to you, Wyo. Number five. So if we got five entries, is yes. that right? Uh-huh. Fantastic, man. So congratulations. So if uh you got a twenty percent shot of winning this thing, man, if you if you're yeah. in there already. And uh so we appreciate all of you and all those those uh uh, those poker chips that are coming in. The Swago Flash the Helmet. This is what we're giving away tonight. Yeah. 100% of the money that we uh, get in Super Chats tonight uh, it goes to uh, winning that Howie Long autographed mini helmet. Absolutely. And 100% of that money goes to our foundation. And it's almost, and it's almost tax time. So everyone's about to get their refund. That's so right. don't worry about saving money. Just throw Give few, to a good cause, man. Give to a good Yeah, absolutely. And we appreciate all of you that have given already. And uh, we'll continue to do so. Thank you so, so much. Yes. All right. One more thing from AJ. Uh, this is his uh, sideline interview. And uh, <laughs> so this is like Lisa Salter there on the sideline. Uh, it, this is fantastic. I am with punter A.J. Cole. A.J., we were just kind of wondering, since there's not a lot of punting been going on in this game, like what have you and Brian Anger been doing all, all afternoon? Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's been a great first couple of quarters. Probably my favorite stat line I've ever had. Got zero punts, three holds, two halftime hot dogs. <laughs> so uh, really enjoying the game so far. It's been a lot of fun watching everybody. And uh, I'm just here for moral support, basically, just passing out water and high fives. And I'm just here for the ride. How did you get your uniform dirty? You haven't done anything. I'm out there holding. That's pretty much the answer. So that's where the grass stain <laughs> came from. Did yeah, you get it? Well, I, you got to, like, kind of really rub it in a little bit. That way the other guys on <laughs> the team know you really are out on the field. Because otherwise, it kind of goes under the radar. So, you know, I just want everybody to know, you know, I was out on the field. I don't have a whole lot of proof of it, but I'm not in the stat sheet per se, but I was out there scrapping with everybody else. Did you get a heads up before the game that I you're not going to get a whole lot of action this game? I did. It's actually the first thing Coach Rabel said to me. He said, just so you know, we're not going to punt this week, so don't get your hopes up. I said, telling me we're not going to punt is getting me my hopes up, so uh, you just flip the script there. Well, AJ, you made the Pro Bowl. Congratulations, Thank darn you. it. All right, good stuff there. Good Good stuff, AJ, man. We love you, brother. Awesome. Excellent representation of of the Raiders, man. We appreciate him. All right, Swaggo, let's hit some audio and then get into these new hires. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. So, uh, Fargo Raider with another $10 donation. Let's go. Thank uh, you, Josh. To the One Nation Foundation. He says, I want North Dakota State's wide receiver Christian Watson for the Raiders. Oh. And A.J. Cole is a walking soundbite. Yes, he is. Yes, Absolutely. He is. QB Jeff. Yeah, what's your thoughts, the author- Do you know anything about Christian? I know we're, 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 we're going deep cuts here, uh, but Jeff, of course, is uh, uh, I, would, I, would, I will proclaim him an expert because he is so well-versed in the, in the group of five uh, players. So that one of the things that we always want to tap into, Jeff's wealth of knowledge about these guys. Uh, but listen, when you're talking about 
about wide receivers at North Dakota uh, what State. Um, yeah, that's 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 deep cuts there. You know anything that about is, him? I don't. He's they're actually one double A North Dakota State, but they have a fantastic program. I do know that. Um, so and that's where Wentz and Lance yep. came from, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. So I, I have no doubt that if if he's a receiver there and they throw the ball quite a bit. That he's gonna be, he's gonna be a well-rounded player. That's for sure. So that's so you said division was one double so A. So they're uh, they're not technically you know you got D one right. single A and then D one double A. Okay, so. so is that it's not so then and they call it now what FBS and then what do you call FCS? FCS. So yeah. that's an FCS yeah, school. An FCS okay, school. gotcha. All right, ten four. See, this is why we love having you around, man. You educate there you us go. on this stuff. <laughs> All right, so uh, so appreciate there uh, all the donations. That's number six. Uh, no, now, now Fargo is uh, still poker chip too. Oh, but he's got two. He's, he's got, got two, he's got a second. He's got a second now. entry there. Yeah. Okay, right on. All right, so um, I forget who it was that asked earlier uh, about our thoughts on the new hire. So if you go back to the RFR rundown that that Swag Jeff and I did last week, uh, we give our kind of a you know thirty minute uh, breakdown of what we feel about Josh McDaniels uh, and about Dave Ziegler. Uh, since you heard from us already, though, I will uh, throw it to you. QB Jeff, uh, what are some of your thoughts around uh, on the hire of Josh McDaniels? You know, I'm all for it. Um, he's probably the, the most sought after candidate to be a head coach around the league. So, I mean, he's got to be that for a reason. My hope is that he just has learned from his, right, his right, mistakes right. in Denver and, and, and a couple other places. And he and he addressed that um, absolutely you know, in, the, in the press conference. So, I mean. Patriots have been successful for a long time, and, and we got the GM as well, so they know each other. So hopefully, it's a good mesh. Um, only time will tell, but I'm all for it. You know, I, I still think we should have gave Passaccia a shot. But. Yeah, well, you know what, and you're not alone in that. And a lot of a lot of no. folks certainly thought that. And I and I think if you don't get the rock star as as Mark Davis was looking for, if you don't get the rock star of McDaniel's and Ziegler, then yeah. they probably go that way. Put it put it um, this way: I'm happier with McDaniel's than I was with Harbaugh. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, right, went, yeah, you know, yeah. You weren't on. Hardball you didn't like that at all. I wasn't on the hardball. Trip. You didn't like that at all. Jimmy Hardballs. <laughs> well, and you know, and to, and to address the idea of like, did he learn? Like, and I, and I can't remember if we talked about this or not. And when we did the rundown, uh, again, you can go back and listen to it here on on, on the Raiders Fan Radio uh, audio only podcast of that. But um, you know, I we all cha- ten years or excuse me, twelve years. Yeah. I'm a much different person 100%. than I was. I mean, certainly learned and conduct my life and, and career in a much different way. Uh, I'm sure you do as well, yep. and I know Swag Jeff. And so, yep. you know what I mean? We're just going to have to trust that, that he evolved and didn't get stuck, and he's not yeah. Lane Kiffin and just doing the same old thing. You know what I mean? We'll see. I hope I hope so. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. A decade, is, I mean, a lot, a lot of things have happened, and, and you change and mold, but uh, we'll just, we just got to see what happens. See what man. happens. Absolutely. You know? All right, so good stuff there about, about Josh, and then, of course, uh, Dave Ziegler. Uh, so Tom McMahon or McMahon, I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, he's your special teams coordinator. That was one of the most recent hires. Uh, comes over from the uh, from the Denver Broncos. This is definitely a downgrade. I don't know how you can't like. Yeah. And he may be fine. I don't know. We'll find out. I know this. We have three, and the Pro Bowl is is reflective of this. We have three of the best special teams uh, specialists. If, if that's a thing, whatever in, yeah. in the NFL, yeah, your big yeah. three. For yeah. Sure. Well, we have our big three with, of course, Trent Sig, who's the common denominator. Uh, and then AJ Cole and Daniel Carlson. Like, so as long as 
what schematically Jeff, as long as we're blocking right and getting right people downfield and hitting our punt sets and all that, like it, it should be fine, right? Yeah, I think I think we're okay in that aspect. Like you said, we got we got the top guys in the in those spots, so he's he's got a much easier job than some other guys. Do, right. So. so we're gonna you know we're gonna miss the leadership of of Basaccia. That's yeah. where the void will be. Yeah. And, yeah. and this again, this he's Tom got big McMahon, shoes to feel. Yeah. Phil, so I mean, this guy might sure. be fine, but he ain't Coach Rich. Like, no. and Coach and no one is Coach Rich. Like he's the best special teams coordinator in the league. And like you had said, and probably one of the best head coaches in the league. We just haven't seen him do that yet, other than uh, the brief stint with the Raiders. So, uh, but anyways, but much uh, luck to him and, and success to 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 Tom. Um, next up, we got so Champ Kelly has been hired uh, as the assistant GM. Uh, so Champ Kelly, if you're not familiar, he comes over to us from the Chicago Bears. He is the uh, assistant director of player personnel since 2017. So a pretty long tenured at that position. Prior to that, he was the director of pro scouting for the Bears for a couple years. He was the uh, assistant director of pro personnel for the Donkeys. Um, and, and the years that he was there, 2010 to 2014, the donkeys were drafting some solid players around. Absolutely, there. you know what I mean. Were. So like this, this guy's got his bona fides are solid. Uh, he was also um, a director uh, or a coordinator and uh, of pro and college scouting for the donkeys, and then he was a scout for the donkeys, and then general manager of a, a of a of the Lexington Horsemen, which I guess is like probably like an AFL team or something. Yeah, uh, where he came from. But anyways, he's got a wealth of experience. Uh, uh, for his time in the NFL, a good understanding uh, of how things work, both on the scouting and executive side of things. Uh, and he's had the last seven years to get to know the in and outs of the Bears organization. Uh, former GM Ryan Pace brought Kelly aboard as a director of pro scouting uh, before promoting him to assistant director of player personnel in, in 2017. So, anyways, guy's got an incredible resume. Um, this is awesome. Like, this dude should, like, be a GM, yeah. let alone an assistant GM. So it's not, these are like one of those ones where you're like, okay, now we got two. It's like, now we have two general managers. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like more eyes, the better. Absolutely. It's kind of like when you hire like, like a Tom Cable or a Rod Marinelli or whatever to be on your staff. It's like, these guys are head coach yeah. or Gus well, Bradley. That, that reminds me of, of, of the situation uh, here in middle Tennessee. So, so when they hired Mike Vrabel, the, the choice, they had a choice between their, their final two candidates were, Mike Vrabel and uh, oh shoot, what's the who's the coach in Green Bay? Oh, Matt Lafleur. Yeah, Matt Lafleur. Those were their two final decisions, and they hired Vrabel as the head coach, and then they brought uh, Lafleur in as their offensive coordinator. As offensive coordinator, you know. So it's like very similar. Like okay, so we got two GMs in there. Okay, yeah, Sign right on. Up. I th- I look at dude. This draft is going to be legit. It's gonna be I good. think we're going to see like a lot of creativity uh, around yes. it, or and 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 I think. Probably one of the the first time in a long time we'll come away from the draft, and not that it matters what the media thinks, but this will be one of those kind of drafts we come away with it. And everybody's going to be going, "Yep, Raiders did good." When you start seeing them draft grades, which I think are BS because I don't think you yeah. can grade a draft in the immediacy. You got to wait three years for it. But anyways, but I got a, a feeling there's going to be a lot of universal acceptance around this, yes. just like there was with McDaniel's and Ziggler getting hired. Absolutely. Um, so looking forward to uh, to Champ Kelly. And uh, and what he's going to bring. All right. Hey, and before we before yeah. we move on to the next, please, uh, I do want to uh, uh, give uh, respect to Kevin the Raider nerd who okay. donated fifty dollars to oh, the One Nation Kevin. Foundation. Bro, so, let's yeah, go, so, dude. So, so thank you, Kev. Uh, he says getting married in Vegas uh, on four twenty six, just a, cu- a couple days before the draft. 
Hope to see some of you guys there. I'll be in Vegas for the first night of the draft as well. So respect Kevin the Raider Nerd. $50 donation. Poker chip number six. She got wow. five of them. And then uh, and then big... Uh, hold on one second. Let me scroll back up. Okay. Uh, big Silver and Black, uh, who is poker chip number one, says, uh, get one more, uh, give one more chip. For Basaccia, still should have been the Raiders special team Oh, coach. nice. Big yeah, Silver yeah, Black. Thank absolutely. You. Yeah, so thank you very much, Thank man. you very much. And hey, and much respect to uh, to Kevin's new bride, Erin, that she's going to be willing to get married in Vegas during the draft. Yeah. <laughs> like, now, awesome. now will be Kevin be wearing the helmet? <laughs> when? <laughs> during the ceremony, <laughs> you big dumbass. I know he'll be wearing it other times. <laughs> We don't have to ask that question. <laughs> Baby Yo will be there too. Damn you, Jeff! Oh my gosh! Oh, Old Grogu. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, so when we mentioned that we were that we were going to talk about. Uh, um, assembling a staff. Kevin immediately thought we were talking about Boba Fett assembling his mercenary crew <laughs> that was going to take on the Pikes. Like, cause, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's in the chat going, this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Kevin says, oh, oh no, oh, no, that was Kill Jadis. I want a Mando themed wedding where everyone is in Star Wars armor. Hey, you yes. know what? Don't put a bet, and I know his wife, Erin, lovely Erin, and and seriously, much respect to her because she's Australian and been stuck over there on quarantine forever. So like, they've been trying to get married for like three years. Anyway, uh, yeah. So she's a big uh, alien fan. So she might be getting like the xenomorph thing going on. So you have like a xenomorph marrying a Mandalorian. Like that'd be yeah, <laughs> what, 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 that'd be cool. All right, back to the Raiders. Thank you, Kevin. You freaking rock, dude. We love you. Um, Michelle says red faces all around. No yeah. kidding. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. So let's. This is my favorite one. Uh, as excited as as we were about all the other uh, guys that we talked about, this one, QB Jeff, is my absolute favorite hire for the Raiders. And this is our new defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham. We were excited when Gus Bradley got hired last year. And I think that when you have the resume of building a legion of boom that comes along with you, um, it's easy to get excited. The unfortunate side of Gus Bradley and his commitment to his, quote, 4-3 defense was there wasn't a lot of movement and, and um, flexibility and adaptation that went along with it. It was very much, here's my defense, you guys go out and execute it, and there wasn't, and there's, conceptually it makes sense because, and I mean, you know this better than anybody, it's like, keep it simple and just let them play fast. Like, yeah. So there's not a lot to think about. There's not a lot to dissect. You just, here's your spot, you know what you're going to do, you know what your job is, just go. So I can appreciate the thought behind that. But when you're getting throttled by 30 points to the Kansas City Chiefs, like, let's do something different. Like, yeah. let's try something different. Exactly. Like, let's make a move. And it, uh, at least from my limited eyes, it didn't ever look like we did. It was, it was no. kind of like... Well, and, and that and that really shows you what kind of people Gruden was hiring because that's how Gruden was, That's too. how Gruden was, too. You know, every, you know, I've got my plan. This is what works. We're going to do this. And no matter what happens during the game... This will eventually work. We're just going to keep doing it. So, you know, when you hear guys like Josh McDaniels, and now you hear, you're, we're going to hear guys like uh, Patrick Graham, 
they're willing to adapt and put the right people in the right places and stuff like that. So this is, I mean, it's going to be a totally different look and I can't wait to see it. This is going to be fantastic. And so, and I've got one other thing to mention on that. So it's interesting. So again, my, my football brain is limited compared, compared to yours, but even just something simple like coaching youth football, which I did for a long time um, and studying about like how to coach a defense. Um, one of the things that I found that was very common and, and I'm curious to hear what it was like in your world playing D one college football a lot of coaches don't get married to the to the number sets like four three three four five two all these things. the The idea is the numbers don't matter. Yeah. You have positions that you're going to set. You're going to have certain alignments based on what the offensive personnel groupings look like. And so you can put any number on it. You can call it four three and call it whatever. But it really doesn't matter because it's all about like what players are at what position. And the soundbite we're going to get into is 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 Patrick Graham talking specifically about that. And you being a quarterback and having to be the guy that reads a defense before you execute a play, do those numbers ever come into your lexicon or are you just reacting to who's where on the field? It, it definitely it definitely comes into play when you're trying to do certain things. I mean, there's certain ways you attack certain styles of defenses you know, differently. Um, but at the end of the day, you're lining up and playing you know, 11 on 11 regardless of, of, of how, how you shake it. Um, because a guy's in a gap, a guy's in a gap. It doesn't matter if he's exactly. whatever a nose now, or a guard. Yeah, you know people's I mean? roles are different, so it, you know it does pay to know. You know, as an offensive player, and they're in a certain style of defense, you know what their typical roles are. But everything changes, and everything's on the move. So I would say the biggest thing is, and I agree with what Swag said, is the ability to adapt. And that's that's it's a chess match. That's all football is. It's it's re, you know anticipating and reacting what the other team is going to do offensively or defensively. And Gruden was, was like you said, Gruden was that way. He was, he was setting his mindset and his game plan and he was going to go with it. And Gus was the same way. So we're going the complete opposite direction and McDaniels. Um, and and uh, I don't know why his name just escaped me. Patrick Graham, Patrick Graham, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Let's, let's They're kind of marry up. each other, right? Yeah, yeah, and they that do. Very much so. Very yeah. much so. And I think that's important. Absolutely. I, t- I totally agree. And, and let's check in with this. Is, these are some great sound bites. I've got a couple coming to you from Patrick Graham. Uh, but check this out. Hear what he has to say about sets and about his ability to, to adjust along the way. I think, you know, the scheme is always based on the people. So, again, the people are going to be different. You know, you could try to, you know, everybody's going to do it. They're going to try to look at a body type and try to say, oh, this guy's like this guy they use. And this guy's like this guy they use, which is fine. But the scheme is going to be based on the people. And until I get to know the people here, you know, I don't want to speak for those guys. I haven't really met anybody, everybody there. But, like, in terms of just the scheme will be reflective of the people and what's needed for that game plan. But you can anticipate it being multiple, if that makes sense. You know, people ask four, three, three, four. I say yes. <laughs> I mean, so I answer to both of them. So you can say two, four, yes. Three, three, five, yes. I mean, whatever number. You, you, however you want to rearrange the front seven, the whole 11, yes. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> and it's funny you mentioned that because mm-hmm. at head coach Joe Judge's press conference, he mm-hmm. talked about customizing the defensive scheme and things as basic as the front, mm-hmm. week to week based on your opponent. So as someone that's going to be teaching this from week to week, what are the challenges to having a variable defense each week based on your opponent? See, no matter what, in terms of the, the structure of the defense, in my opinion, this is my opinion, in terms of the structure of the defense, whether it's, you know, 3-4, 4-3, 4-2, if you're talking about nickel, 4-2-5, whatever you want to look at, 
it comes down to the fundamentals, you know, in terms of stopping the run. You're setting the edge, building the wall. So it doesn't matter how the, how the, the people are lined up. When the ball snap, we got to build a wall. We got to make sure we got a good edge. I guess you can set the edge from a 3-4. You can set the edge from a 4-3. Passing game, you got to make sure you're playing your leverage. So whether it's cover one, three, two, whatever it may be, we could play that out of all those groupings. We got to win our leverage and defend the deep part of the field. And then after that, you got to tackle. So, again, is it hard to teach that? Not if you start with the fundamentals. If everybody understands the fundamental, what we're trying to do and who we're trying to take away, then how we deploy the guys in terms of the structure of the defense, I mean, not irrelevant, but, I mean, I mean, we, we can figure that out. Because you got to give the guys credit. They, they do a good job. You got to think about how much information they gather in one week for one opponent. Gosh, man, I, that's like music to my ears, man. How, yeah. how does that, that speak to you, Jeff, QB Jeff? No, I love it because it's, it's, it's what you need to be as a defense, even more so as an offense. Like, you're at a disadvantage from the start, so the ability to adapt oh, week right, from yeah. week mm. like, is so huge. And when you're predictable as a defense, or even on offense, but in, in, regardless, like, it's easier to game plan against you because you know what they're going to do. You know what to expect. So now we have all this ammunition. You show up on Sunday – now that the defense looks completely different, okay, well, you might have just spent hours and hours ready for this type oh, of right, defense. Oh, right, right, right. Now we have to change on the fly and, and, and figure out how to attack this defense, which is much, much harder. You basically throw out all the install stuff, you know, that you did throughout the week because you don't know, you know, it's something you have never seen before. I've never seen before, I mean, yeah. you've seen it, but it's not what you were expecting. Right, right. Well, it's, it's, it reminds me, like, you know, it reminds me a lot of, I guess, like what Khalil Mack was. And I it's I hesitate to use this example because he was such a unique, special player. Like, he's a, literally an all-world talent. But that idea that, like, he made a Pro Bowl as an outside linebacker and a defensive end. He's still coming off the same edge. He's coming off the edge. It's coming off he's the same edge. edge but he's just moved and used, like, what you're talking about, right? So it's like, well, you may have seen Khalil do this technique off this what, what is that still a gap when you're out there that far i don't even know but if it's yeah. wide nine or whatever it might be but then he might do something different the next week or move to the other side or whatever is that kind of stuff you're talking about yeah i mean with those guys i mean you're as a as a defensive coach you're just doing your best to get that guy one-on-one situation and that's what he's going to uh, do with okay. max and and uh in gawkway but so instead of seeing them because we saw them Basically in the same positions. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you, but like we saw Max and, and Yannick both in the same edge positions every play. Pretty much as the outside so of the four down linemen, the outside two defensive ends. Yeah. So you're saying now we might see those guys start well, you moving might around. See him or, wish, uh, you know, moving around, but I th- I think the biggest thing I'm hoping that we'll see is Gus was not a big blitz guy. Yes. So when you're just going one on one every time with a tackle and then once you have success, now you're having a tight end come and chip you as a D end. There's no pressure up their middle, which is making the three interior guys. They can just help out or they can see where they're going. If you're bringing guys from different angles, now it confuses those offensive linemen, which you can get Max or Ngakwe on that preferred one-on-one that you want, which makes them more successful. Because now Clyde Edwards-Alaire has to come up and pick up Jonathan Abram. Correct. Who's blitzing or whatever or a linebacker, else. whoever, and now you have the one-on-one. Now that guy, the running back, is not in the passing game. So where now, where you have five eligible receivers, now you only have four. So it helps out the back end as far as a number, a numbers game. You don't have to account for that guy because he's not going to get out because you're bringing. It just helps everything when you're predictable with your four-man rush every time. It's great because Max and and Yannick can win, but 
you can make it easier for those guys. Yeah, okay. But you do have to have the guys to cover in the back end. That's, that's, that's the rub, the, right? That's yeah. the other thing. If you're bringing extra guys, you're leaving guys to cover more space or you're leaving guys on an island covering one-on-one. And then, yeah, and, and speaking of Jonathan Abram, and that's where you get a safety that's to step down and pick right. him up, and exactly. you got liability and coverage, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff there, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, totally. Uh, QB Jeff. All right, so let's get one more here from uh, um, so uh, in my notes here, I have it as PG. Went from Paul Gunther. Let's, you know, we all got a little, uh, <laughs> we all got a little, uh, you know, feeling about P- using the the, uh, the initials PG, but uh, let's hear from, uh, from the new PG, the PG 2.0. Uh, on what about this is an interesting thing. So I've never heard a coach speak on these terms, and this is back when he was with the Giants. Um, so you'll hear him reference Giantsy things. But here's what's interesting: is that he is not concerned with what media has to say. His focus on, in terms of his self-reflection, is on what offensive coaches have to say about what his defense is doing. I'm not going to get caught up on what I deserve and all that stuff like that. To me. 10 wins in two years is 10 wins. I get that. This is a production league. Now, if you dive into the tape and you watch what we've done on the field, you're going to see, okay, there's something different about this defensive side of the ball and what they've been able to weather. Then you, again, when you're going through the process, then you start watching the press conferences. How's this guy handling? What are people saying about him? Again, the players, that's one thing. What are opposing offensive coaches saying about him? To me, right there, that's where the intrigue would lie. And so from there, again, if you're doing your due diligence, you would dive into it. So you might call Sean McVay and say, hey, so why did you say that about Patrick Graham's defense? You might ask, you know, the head coach from Philadelphia, why are you saying this about their defense? Brandon, why are you saying this in press conference? You start to do your due diligence. Why are people saying this stuff? And so now you start to hear about the football part from the football people. You're not relying on the media or the wins. Because there's always, again, whether you look at statistics, there's always some hidden meaning behind everything, behind the numbers. So 10 wins is 10 wins. That's not good enough. But what's behind that? Okay, then you start to f- see where the defense is ranked. Okay, the field position battles. What, what was playing into that in terms of defense? Not and You start to just dive into it and just do your due diligence there. And I would say is this. Again, I've been different places. I've been at the peak. I've been in the lowest valley possible. And I have a good, I've been around this league for a long time. I've gained the respect of the players. I've gained the respect of coaches throughout the league that don't even know me. To me, those are all signs that this guy knows what he's talking about. This is a sign where even in the most difficult situation, I'm watching the tape from week one to week 18, and those guys are still, why are they still playing like that? Because we all know there's sometimes when guys take those plays off, those games off. Why are those guys playing like that? This guy's a motivator of men. These men talk about him like that. He, he finds a way to motivate him, even when this, this looks dire. I would want to dive into that and find out. Again, doesn't mean I deserve the job. I, I just asked that you interview me. All right, so there is. So, uh, so QB Jeff and I had a chance to kind of rhapsodize about, about Patrick Graham. I just, again, I cannot say enough about this guy, how excited I am. Swag Jeff, what do you think about uh, about this kind of overall thoughts, maybe something specific to some of those sound bites? What are your, what, what's your vibe? I, I just, I mean, to kind of, Echo what you guys said. I, I just like the in, innovative thoughts on defense. I mean, just just being able to adapt, change things up, do something different, give the offense a different look. You know, trip them up on different things. I'm all about that. I can't wait. 
Good stuff, man. Look forward to seeing what the defense has to bring. And uh, we've got a great offseason coming up. So uh, let's go ahead and hit a uh, a quick little audio clip here. And then we're going to get into – we're going we're gonna to hit the Wayback Machine because – that's what we do around here as Raider fans. We get we got to celebrate the past because that's because <laughs> you know, sometimes the future isn't so bright. Although now the future is like I'm I'm fired up for the future. Uh, but anyways, Swag Jeff hit an audio break there, and then let's uh, go back to the 1983 AFC Championship game. Yeah, and before we do that, I do oh, want to uh, I please, do want to shout please. out. I think uh, and I can't scroll up that far, but uh, Fargo Raider with a ten dollar donation. Uh, Daniel Mangus, who says Raiders, remember FKC. Uh, two different donations came in. He's up to thirty dollars oh, as a donation. Thank you, Daniel. And then uh, Foxy Scorpio just came in with poker chip number eight. Yes, uh, a twenty dollar donation says I need I need that helmet more than Andy Reid needs a quadruple bypass. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Oh, so uh, yeah, so uh, respect Foxy, Daniel Fargo, everyone that's donated. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins as long as it's the Raiders. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker ah, Phil Villapiano. Oh, Phil. Yeah. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. So, uh, so if you're tuning in late, um, thanks for tuning in, uh, first and foremost. First and foremost. Uh, but uh, So all these donations that are coming in, every $10 donation, we're doing something special with the One Nation Foundation tonight. We're trying to raise that money for uh, different Raider-related charities. We're raffling off this Howie Long signed mini Go. helmet uh, with a certificate of authenticity. I think it's uh, what JSA. Uh, so yeah, get get in the mix, man. Every ten dollars donated gets you one poker chip. Right now, uh, we've got eight poker chips going right now. Well, I, I'm sorry, eight numbers going right now, but. Uh, it's it's racking up, man. So get in the mix. Let's go. Appreciate that. One hundred percent. That money, of course, goes and sp- and speaking on of, cue. speaking of which, on cue. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so on cue with uh, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, our capo with uh, with a thirty dollar donation Let's to the go, One Nation capo. Foundation. Thank you, Aaron, so man. so absolutely. So so he now has a total of fifty dollars donated as well. So so thank you very much, Aaron. Awesome, man. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Capo. We appreciate you. Of course, we're going to hear from Capo in a little bit, and uh, and we're going to see Capo coming up very soon at the draft, which we're going to talk about. Our, see him, uh, we're going to talk in a while. It's been a minute. Well, yeah, we got to see him, but you weren't out there for this no, last. I wasn't trip. out there. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, so we're going to talk about the draft here in a minute. But before we get to that, I want to celebrate um, the Raiders from, excuse me, from January eighth, nineteen eighty four. Um, okay. This is the nineteen. 19- 83 AFC Championship game. And you know, going into the Super Bowl week and I'll we'll we'll get out on our social medias and stuff links to our old Super Bowl show. So we've done a handful of different Super Bowl things. We've done Super Bowl Raiders Super Bowl celebration shows where we've done nothing. Mosh and I sat and dissected through about every audio bite you could yeah. get when it comes to to the Raiders and their Super Bowl championships. We did a live Super Bowl, kind of like a viewing party on Twitch. Uh, we did that. I uh, believe that was last year. Um, that was a really, really fun. We watched through Black Sunday and a lot of the great NFL films. Uh, but, so we celebrate a lot about the Raiders Super Bowl uh, re- reflections around this time of year. But instead of the Super Bowl, let's go to the AFC Championship game. We never talk about this game. 
Uh, at least we haven't here. Uh, so this happened on January 8th, 1984. Of course, the 1983 season. Guys, this game was at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Of course, this is, the, this is b- prior to Black Sunday. I'm going to throw it to the two Jeffs. QB Jeff will go to you first. Wild guess on what you think the attendance, knowing that average NFL attendance for like a Super Bowl is like 65,000, right? Around that range. Guesses at what the attendance was in Los Angeles for the Raiders Seahawks AFC Championship game in '83. Golly, I have no idea. I don't even know how many people that stadium holds. It's big. Uh, let's go 82,000. 82,000. Okay, Swag Jeff, what's your guess? I would have said 75. 75. Chat room, let us know what your what your guesses are. Oh, Graphic Raiders in there. What's up, Graph? Yeah, what's up, Graph? What's up, bro? Um. Okay, great. So 82 and 75, if we were going closest without going over, it would be QB Jeff. 88, almost 89,000 wow. people at the Los Angeles. Think about this in, in, in terms of today's NFL. Again, a Super Bowl, you'll get maybe upwards of 70,000 people. Yeah. This is an AFC championship home game, Los Angeles, almost 89. That's like college-level crowds. Yeah. Like you're talking no about kidding. Neyland Stadium, Ann Arbor. Yeah. Like you're talking about massive crowd there uh, to watch the Raiders take out the Seahawks. And let's check in with the legendary John Facenda. Of course, Black Sunday it was the last ever narrated NFL film by John, but the great legendary John Facenda. But prior to that, one week earlier, he did the AFC Championship game between the Raiders and the Seahawks. On January 8, 1984, in the sold-out Los Angeles Coliseum, over 92,000 fans, the largest crowd in AFC Championship game history, cheered their Raiders on to victory over Seattle and on with the Super Bowl 18. From the start, an intimidating Raider defense dominated with big plays by number 37, left corner Lester Hayes, and by number 22, right corner Mike Hayes. Raider mind and muscle overpowered Seahawk runners and led by the big hits of number 77, Lyle Alzado, the silver and black held Seattle to just 167 yards while racking up four quarterback sacks. Raider defenders attacked relentlessly with tough coverage by linebackers like Jeff Barnes, number 56. Four times alert play and defensive design created interceptions, including another of the many key plays by number 55, fiery inside linebacker Matt Miller. Battle-hardened quarterback Jim Plunkett handled an offense that controlled the ball for 37 minutes, completing passes to receivers like number 80, speedster Malcolm Barnwell. More than 400 yards of offense, including two touchdowns by number 27, Frank Hawkins, were powered in part by the bruising offensive line of number 70, Henry Lawrence, Mickey Marvin, Dave Dalby, 
Charlie Hanna and Bruce Day. Ah! What happened? Right, Eighty-two. The brilliant seven Frank Hawkins were powered in part by the bruising offensive line of number seventy Henry Lawrence, Mickey Marvin, Dave Dalby, Charlie Hanna, and Bruce Day. Number 46, All-Pro Todd Christensen, helped clear the way for number 32, the brilliant Marcus Allen, a 1,000-yard rusher for the season. Meticulous preparation by offensive assistants Sam Bogosian, Larry Cannon, Bob Meshack, Art Shell, Tom Walsh, and Ray Wilson guided Marcus Allen's rush for 154 yards. Allen also caught seven passes in total 216 yards as these... God bless America. <laughs> Raiders under head coach Tom Flores won another championship 30 to 14. You guys were magnificent. We played a great football game. Dominated. We deserve to be the champs. Represent this conference. We're going to Tampa, baby. We're going to Tampa. All right, there it is. There's your uh, your Raiders 83 AFC Championship game, and uh, and appreciate, of course, Coach Flores and everybody else involved there. Sorry, I had a little bit of technical mix-ups there. Now you're all right. Uh, we were playing. All right, so let's get uh, let's hit an audio break, and then uh, let's talk about the draft a little bit, Swag. Jeff. Absolutely. So, and before we before we step into break, right there, uh, Ebony Graves with a ten dollar donation to the One Nation Foundation. Oh, thank you, Miss Ebony. Because we needed to be with our peeps to help us. Uh, uh, with a couple hours with our Raider family, y'all just don't know how much we needed this podcast this week. Aww. Prayers for our baby girl. Prayers up for sure. Prayers up for sure. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. absolutely. And Fargo Raider with a with a ten dollar donation. Oh my gosh! Uh, this says I'm learning the autumn wind so I can rile up the Raider Nation in lobbies and airports. Oh. <laughs> nice. <There you> go. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. We love it. We love it. Very cool. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Moss, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. This is Trent Sig, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. Murph, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you who the third guy might be tonight is Michelle Sweat in the what? chat. Hey. What happened? Uh, donates $50 ah, to the One Nation yeah, Foundation. Yeah. Absolutely. Woo! Says, God bless America, Murph. That was a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> so Michelle Sweat with poker chip number 11, $50. That's five poker chips. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. And, you know, 
Look, I, I would never put my thumb on the scale, and I can't because I don't have anything to do with this. These guys do it. But it's great when Michelle wins because oh, yeah. there's no shipping costs. Exactly. <laughs> it only costs us a sandwich at Domenico. No, it no costs problem. us a sandwich at your place. because no we well, yeah. when, when Michelle has won in the pet because she won a bottle of the Intercept wine. Yep. And so we, we, of course, met down at Domenico's. And when Michelle does the incredible pirate ship, which oh, we're doing gosh, all these little yes. videos, this little videos in between, I need to get uh, Schmucky the rate. Well, Schmucky was on the last one, but I need to get Michelle's pirate ship on there. Anyways. Thank you so much, Michelle. That is incredibly kind. Yes. Um, and also, the uh, I did get on this last one, though, the uh, the, the pie tin. Or not the pie tin, but the baking sheet. Oh, that, that I got uh, my ass whipped yeah, with. Yeah, you got clobbered with that yeah, thing. I did. Yeah, we definitely had that thing on there. Uh, so appreciate you, Michelle. That's incredibly kind. And, of course, uh, 100% of that money will go to the One Nation Foundation. We appreciate all the amazing donations. Uh, you guys are the best. All right, so I believe it was... Let's see. Somebody asked about the draft in there, and uh, and I mentioned we were going to go. So we'll be out there for the draft. So definitely check out yeah. um, uh, the RFR crew. will be in Vegas uh, for the draft. So uh, Cousin Sonny will be there. Nice. Uh, I'll be there, and Swag Jeff will be there. Swag yes. Jeff and I will be there for the first two nights doing RFR stuff. So we'll be... Um, all up in the draft, probably doing a lot of like live videos and you know whatever. Uh, I know Aaron the Q Dog Raider is going to be there. Um, I I don't know everyone that's going to be there yet. If uh, well Kevin, of course, we heard from Kevin the Raider nerd. If you're going to be there, holler at us because I don't think we're going to have like an official event or anything. We're going to post up at, but we definitely want to get together with as many RFR listeners as we possibly can. So let us know so we can we can meet up with you out there. Uh, and then um, and then Jeff, you're going back after a couple of days, and then Sunny and. And his lovely wife Rachel is coming in, and uh, and, and my girl Angie is coming in. We're going to hang out. We're going to like, just enjoy the rest of yeah. Vegas and have some good food, yes. go to some shows and all that. Um, but those first two nights are going to be very Raider centric, very RFR centric for those first couple nights for Thursday and Friday. So definitely hit us up. Uh, I'm going to try and get out there, dude. It'd be oh, amazing, amazing if you can make it out, man. Scarlet, so she finishes up her her teaching at MTSU like that week. Oh really? So maybe, okay. You know, come on, Scarlet. Either one of the days. So you either take the take the first half of the trip, the boys' trip, or you take the couples' trip on the back end. <laughs> That's you it. You know what I mean? Like either one. You're good either way. Yeah. Or you can everybody. bridge them both. That's right. <laughs> something yeah. for everybody. Something for everybody. So definitely check us out, Raider Nation, and I hope to uh, to see you uh, out in Vegas. And Kevin, the Raider nerd, says that there's a, a, a the, that RFR Facebook group that that we yes. made the meetup yes. page, so we can kind of keep everyone in the loop on that stuff. So Please if you don't shout follow, that out, if you don't follow that on on Facebook, it is I think RFR Vegas Meetup or or whatever it is. Kevin, shout that out in the chat. Please put a and, link if you wouldn't mind, Kevin. Put a link in the chat so yes. everyone knows where to go. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, keep in touch because Kevin was the one that organized our meetup uh, at this this last time. What we yeah, went the out for the Chargers, bar, right? at the yeah. Rockstar Bar uh-huh. for the Chargers game, and it was awesome. We had so much freaking fun. Yeah, and so yeah, Kevin, if and you and Matthew Mangus that. wants you to bring your sister. <laughs> Matthew, she's married. Matthew, Matthew. Jeez, that's all Matthew. good. Damn it, she, she was a former cheerleader. She knows, <laughs> she knows the drill. Raider right of the year for that's crying right, out loud. Yeah. yeah, Matthew's hitting on your sister, and Daniel Mangus is donating forty bucks to the One Nation Foundation. We know what twin is our favorite this week. Jeez, oh Pete, Matthew. Easy, Matthew. All right. <laughs> Too funny, man. All right, so appreciate you all. Yeah, and definitely uh, link up with us in Vegas. All right, so. We've talked plenty tonight. Enough <laughs> no, of us. No kidding. And more of you is a good thing. So, Swag Jeff, yes. let's get into the Sea of Fans mailbag where we get to hear from the RFR listeners. Yeah, let's do that. 
he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's caught, he's thrown. It is. Ron Graves says, Matthew, shoot your shot. Hey. <laughs> Shooter's got to shoot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shooter's got to shoot. That's really funny. That was pretty funny. All right, so... Uh, so this is the Sea of Fans mailbag where we get to hear from all the amazing uh, listeners of, of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we get to hear your emails, uh, and we get to hear your phone calls. You can call us anytime. Uh, the Raiders Fan Radio hotline is open 24-7 at 909-345-3346. That is 909-345-3346. And so uh, call us anytime and leave us a message. We would love to hear from you. And if we play your message on the air three times, you become a made man or a made woman. And we have a new made man tonight uh, here when we get to the, to the phone calls. But also, you can email the show. And you can email the show at show, that is S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio.com. In case you didn't hear it, that incredibly inventive email address is show, <laughs> S-H-O-W, at RaidersFanRadio. And you can email us. This is crazy. Anytime. 24-7, you can email us, and we will read your email on the show. And so uh, Uncle Mosh normally reads the emails, but in Uncle Mosh's absence, uh, I reach out to Vinny to read the emails, my yes. son. But Vinny's not here, and so now it goes to QB Jeff and Swag Jeff. So it's a very Jeff-centric email segment tonight. Yes. And let's Jeff's go ahead. <laughs> so let's go ahead and throw it to QB Jeff first. QB Jeff, who do we have tonight kicking off the emails? We have Granny and... Grampy Raider. Awesome. Love Granny and Grampy Raider. All right. So we got Greetings Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swaggy Jeff. Granny and Grampy Raider coming at you from the frozen city of St. John, assuming that's uh, Canada. Yeah, Canadians. Yeah. Canadians. In the last three weeks, we've received Mother Nature's gift of five feet of snow, (laughs) (laughs) minus 13 degrees, plus wind chill. In all honesty, I'd rather have this all year than what is happening to our beloved beloved team granny raider doesn't necessarily understand the history between the raiders and the rats but i do grampy raider set his raiders coat on fire in protest (laughs) walking home coatless was not fun (laughs) nice i don't even know what this this is after the bunch of symbols rule game i guess after the effing tuck rule game oh the tuck rule game yeah Yeah, yeah, that's why he burned his coat he was all mad yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah all right now we've become New England in the desert. I understand Rich is not getting the gig, but for the dark side to turn to the even darker side, as as of writing this, the bloodbath hasn't begun yet, but I see Gus and Carr both gone, and this is where Granny Raider makes swaggy Jeff's day. Granny believes that this team should trade Carr. She figures he's worth a first and a third and sign her beloved Marcus to a three-year deal while drafting a QB in, in the third to groom. Perhaps I'm overreacting. I mean, hey, he's a cheater, but at least now he's cheating for our side. <laughs> Just win, baby. <laughs> you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's right. That's it. Shoot your shot. Hey, Mr. Shooter's going to shoot. Shooter's going to shoot. <laughs> Mr. Olsen will not be missed, but you have to give him some credit. Gruden left awfully big shoes to step into. Bradley moved the defense, but it seemed he had a hard time adjusting in the second half. Really wish we could have kept Rich as a special team uh, teams and an assistant coach. He did the nation proud. Well, that's Grampy's Raiders rant for what it's worth. 
Time to time to go shovel snow. The banks are already six <laughs> feet high. Oh my gosh! And we are due for another two feet tomorrow. Signing off. The only made couple, Granny and Grampy Raider. Let's go. Yeah. Nicely done. Although, um, knowing my place and with the utmost of respect, I got to say, uh, Tyrone and Ebony Graves are both made. And that's yeah. a made couple as well. So that, and they were the, but that was very recent. That was just within the past couple of weeks uh, or whenever the last time. It was the last time we, like, there was just a show or two ago that we made Ebony, right? Because at first she didn't want to be made. Because she's a, it's, I feel like she's been made for about a month. Has it been that long? Yeah, okay, like it so. all blends together in Maybe my brain, more. man. Yeah, it all blends together. But anyway, so yeah, so now we've got a couple of made couples, and uh, and and so yeah, uh, so but appreciate, of course, though. Uh, I, I believe Granny Raider might have been the first made woman, though, on the show. Is that right? No, that's no, not it was correct. Queen Haley. It was, it was Queen Haley. Queen Haley, and then and then see, Michelle Sweat. And then Granny Raider. See how much I forget, Jeff. This is what happens, man. You, 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 you <laughs> Get do on your t- shit. You do. Hey, you do 236 of these things, There's man. They lot, start to man. run together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, all right. Hey, don't judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, right. So before we jump yeah, into please. the next email, uh, right. I do want to shout out um, uh, Ron the Materator with a $20 donation hey, as well to the One Nation you, Foundation. Thank you, thank you, Ron. And then uh, Schmucky the Raider Bear makes his return. Schmuckster. Yeah, the Schmucky the Raider Bear man, uh, hoping to make it to the draft. We'll see. But, uh, but did do a $20 donation to the One Nation Foundation as well. So, uh, and, thank you, and, Schmucky the Raider. Bear. Yes, Schmuck. and we're tuning into Murph's camera for those of you on the on, on the audio feed. Uh, the Schmucky the Raider Bear statue that Michelle Sweat made for yeah, us, uh, all the way up in sharp. section four hundred five. Four hundred five, man. There you go. Four hundred five represent. All right, absolutely. So, Swag Jeff, you got one more email, don't you? I got an email. Hey, you got an email? Hey, hey, hey you want to email me? Email, email me. Uh, evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Fan Cave. It's been a strange couple of weeks not seeing you around, and I think my my health may have suffered for it. I'm fairly certain everyone thinks that I'm uh, that I have had some form of breakdown. While you've been off the air, I've been walking around my house saying 909 345 3346. Good and ticky ticky tocky tock. <laughs> I think it's been withdrawal symptoms. Uh, so the new regime is taking shape. The Gruden Mayock era has well and truly ended and fresh faces are appearing across, across the board. So far, it's been met with positive response generally. Throughout last season, we all cried out for more in- inventive, expansive offense and, a, and an adaptable defense so that it wasn't soft for large parts of the game and a front office with more structure. The boxes have been ticked in that regard, and it would seem that we're getting uh, we're going to be getting that from Coach McDaniel's, Dave Ziegler, Champ Bailey, and the rest of the new staff. Uh, or I'm sorry, Ch- Champ Kelly. Um, we, we don't want Champ Bailey. No, uh, no, no, F Champ Bailey. Um, there are still some names to be added, and the excitement is continuing to build as other pieces of the jigsaw are compiled. It needs to move quickly, though, with free agency and the draft just around the corner, and uh, time is of the essence. I have to be honest up front and admit I know nothing about Dave Ziegler, so I can't pass comment on him. Other than first impressions are positive, and Champ Kelly appointment pleases me more than I wanted, or uh, pleases me as I wanted more depth to the front office. As for Josh McDaniels, he wasn't on my short list of names for the head coaching position, as I was personally hoping for someone with some more head coaching experience. His CV is pretty impressive, and I don't care what happened to him in Denver as long as he's learned from it. I know it took him through. I know he took them through a couple of horrible years in Denver, but he should be applauded for that, not criticized. So, we'll, so it'll be interesting to see what he has to offer. 
There's no denying that on paper, at least, he has some dynamic moves. So why do I still fee feel uneasy about things? Why do I feel nervous tension about McDaniels? Uh, when I watched his press conference, he owned his previous mistakes and said uh, all the right things. So why am I unsure? Thank you. Uh, I have no tangible reason for feeling this way. Everything points to success, but I don't feel. Uh, but I don't feel the rush of excitement that others do. I want the success for the Raiders more than ever, but I don't believe in the appointment yet. I want to be as upbeat as a lot of the other fans are, but I'm still weather a bit weather beaten by too many bad appointments in the past to get carried away with things. Amen. Of course, he'll get my full support. He's a Raider now. However, there's something that doesn't feel quite right about it. It's just some kind of gut feeling, I guess. I just can't tell you what specifically it is, but it leaves me feeling uneasy about him. That said, best wishes and a huge welcome to our new staff. But if I were Mark Davis, I'd be keeping Sean Payton's phone number in the top of the draw for now. <laughs> uh, one thing that's for certain is the new staff have stepped into a pretty into a pretty impressive situation. We're coming off a tenant season, playoff season, uh, and have a lot of y good young players to work with. We have a top five or top ten or top fifteen quarterback, depending on who you listen to. And it would seem, at least on the surface, that we just need some fine-tuning and a few positions of need filled. It's a unique situation to walk into, and no one can blame them for wanting to take on the challenge. Usually, new regime, regimes are formed around dumpster fires, and let's face it, the rest of the coaching roles available this offseason are, at best, challenging, at worst, trash near impossible. There are plenty to talk about over the next. There will be plenty to talk about over the next few months. Some of the things that have caught my attention as we head to Super Bowl weekend. The biggest thing on the field is that the Queefs and Santa Clara both <laughs> lost, which means I'm able to watch the Super Bowl for the first time in three Let's years. Let's go, dude. Amen. Is it yep. possible Sheesh. that the worst people to represent the Queefs don't even play for them? What subspecies are Kermit's wife and brother? What's, uh, what sort of world do we live in where these vile creatures are given <laughs> airtime? <laughs> <laughs> Loud, annoying, and as hard to explain as meat-free chicken. <laughs> uh, and while uh, and while we're on the ketchup and mustards, uh, where's this Chiefs dynasty that the media has been yeah. talking about for the last few years? The unbeatable force with the unstoppable young quarterback. I thought we were supposed to be trailing in their slipstream for eternity once Jim Henson's workshop showed up. <laughs> Damn, Paul! Paul's on fire tonight, man. I see nothing apart from another trophyless season and a mounting salary cap that will give Fat Andy a stomach ulcer or two. <laughs> Fat Andy. Uh, the Daily Fat. Oh, of nice. The week. You look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Santi's fat. Who's fat? Too fat. Big, Big fat, fat fatty. fatty. <laughs> The daily news, uh, the daily NFL news of a player meltdown continues as it's Alvin Kamara and what has gone off, uh, which has gone off the rails. What's the matter with these young fools? The NFL or the NFL prison team would win the NFC East next year for sure, though. Best wishes to Brian Flores and his battle with the NFL. The man may well have fallen on his sword and his career may be going the same way as Colin Kaepernick. But I always admire a man that stands up for what is right. Let's go. Absolutely. At some point, somebody had to expose the NFL for its seedy practices, and I wish him well. Didn't a wise man say it takes for evil to prosper is for good man to do nothing? 
bet you can I bet you can stand outside NFL headquarters and hear a paper shredder and its documents are destroyed uh-huh. and the tracks being covered once again. Don't be surprised that they link it all somehow to the Raiders and Josh McDaniels has to resign. A couple questions for you. Is it true that Aaron Rodgers has bought himself a house in Tennessee? Maybe yeah, Rodgers, right next door. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. Rodgers is soon Him to be a Titan. Else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that could. There's be. more people from California here than there is Tennessee absolutely, now. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So that could be a new segment on the show: Coffee with QB Jeff and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> live from Dominicos. <laughs> is there any truth in the rumors that Matt Ryan is a forty-six million dollar cap hit next season? And finally, this week. We are hours away from finding out whether the great Cliff Branch is going to the Hall of Fame. Yes. If there's any justice, the outcome will be a good one. Better late than never. Fingers crossed. Stay safe, RFR family. Love your Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shopshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, Five-time, 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 plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Nice job, Paul. Well, yeah. Paul. 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 Paul, your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello, Paul. 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 I'm with Paul. <laughs> Who? Paul. Paul, yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. It's so funny. <laughs> you start to hear these things so many, so many, uh, so often you can just like freaking recite them. It's oh, weird. yeah. Yes. Anyways, great stuff there from Paul, man. We appreciate you. Uh, he is the capo of the emailers because every crew needs a captain. Yeah. And, uh, and of the emailers, Paul is absolutely an OG emailer, and we appreciate him uh, very, very much. And, and man, he was on fire tonight too. That was great. Yeah. Uh, good stuff there from Paul. Uh, so speaking of capo, uh, we uh, we have a capo around here for the made men and the made women. Yeah, we do. Uh, he is Aaron the Q Dog Raider. He always kicks off the segment of the calls. As a reminder, you can always call and get your uh, your voicemail played three times on the show at 909-345-3346. And, uh, and the reason that Aaron is the capo is that he did this so well for so long, we had to quit like awarding him sizzlers. And he would just, he, he rose above uh, all of the other callers and, and subsequently has become a great friend of ours in real life. And we are so thankful to, to him and his participation here in the show and uh, what he does for us here at Raiders Fan Radio. It is absolutely unmatched. And uh, so we thank you very much to the capo. And let's kick off this segment and hear from our buddy Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Greetings, I'm our friend of Boss Sonny, Consigliere Uncle Moss, Swag Jeff, Sergeant Arms, the big rated trucker. Ron the Mater Raider, young chili dog when the universe speaks. All prayers and blessings go up to Queen Libby, of course. Splatterhead Nation. Now, Josh McDaniels has been um, tabbed as our new coach and after sad sacking and moping for the better part of a week, whatever, man. You know, however, the organization already has a number of tools for his success already in place, most of which, and I hate to lament this, is DC4. I think DC4, you know, might actually find the right coach in order to bring out the best in him because after these eight seasons and this being, oh, I guess his only uh, playoff appearance and uh, unceremoniously going out on fourth and everything, this might be the marriage to actually kickstart and alleviate our frustrations. But – after hiring Dave Ziegler as general manager plus McDaniels, I'm excited about one of the homies, 
That's right, Anthony Chan Kelly finally getting his opportunity. Maybe not as GM, that might be in his future, but albeit the assistant GM position. I've been watching this guy since he was a Wildcat at the University of Kentucky, starting off as a defensive back and then transitioning to wide receiver and being a four-year player. You know, in 2007, he started playing a little bit in uh, the Indoor Football League and, you know, got his taste of coaching after being an NFL, excuse me, not an NFL, but an indoor football league player with the uh, uh, Lexington Legends or whoever the hell those guys were. It doesn't really matter. But the point is this, to watch him enter the league with the Donkeys and then uh, go on from being their player personnel and scout uh, director to going on for his long tenure with Chicago and then to see him and his ascendry in that particular organization does my heart good. Now, the Raiders, they were down in Mobile, and that's right, they were scouting. They were at the Senior Bowl. And there's a couple of cats that I think they should look at because they made themselves some money. Usually these guys are unceremonious, but they earn the opportunity to earn themselves some additional money and consideration. And you know the draft is my bait. It's my bait. Christian Watson, wide receiver, North Dakota State. Damari Mathis, cornerback, Pittsburgh. Kobe Bryant, not that Kobe, but Kobe Bryant, the cornerback from Cincinnati. Yep, yep. Keep your eyes out. Rashad White, running back, Arizona State. Trey McBride, wide receiver, Colorado State. Darian Beavers, linebacker, Cincinnati. Chad Muma, linebacker, Wyoming. Shout out to Wyo, doing it big out there somewhere in the prairie land. In big sky country, Trevor Penning, offensive tackle, northern Iowa, courtesy of the big Raider trucker. I like the way you keep your eye and ear to the grindstone, baby. Darren Kennard, offensive guard, offensive tackle, Kentucky. Daxton Hill, defensive back, U of M, Michigan. All hail the mighty victors. Kenyon Green, offensive guard, Texas A&M, is definitely on the wish list. I don't think we're going to be able to reach for him and get him. And the crown jewel of all offensive linemen for this upcoming draft is Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. No Leatherwood. Now, A.B., yes, that A.B., has just been named the president of Donda Sports, a new lifestyle brand by Kanye West. As a proponent of nearly all things black-centric, off the rip, I can't support anything these two knuckleheads might endeavor to do. Now, silver linings. When Las Vegas Vegas Raiders last hired, um, you know, Patrick Graham, I think that's a, a most needed addition to the defensive side of the ball. You guys have already probably, you know, uh, debated his wares and everything like that. I just think he brings a confidence that this team is sorely needed. The hit list. Jackson Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Roger Goodell, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, Kentucky Congressman Hal Rogers, and insurrectionists. Finally, the, the bye weeks are over. Enjoy yourselves. Ooh. All right. Good stuff there from the capo, as always. Absolutely, and yeah, the bye weeks are over, man, so we're going to come, uh, I'm assuming he's referencing the, the, the couple bye weeks we were on here at Raiders Fan Radio, and, and, and Aaron, we will be back uh, every week until we get up to the draft, and then post-draft, we'll probably go every other week and, uh, yeah. uh, after that until we get into uh, like training camp season and we hear from our good friend Pete Koch and all that good stuff, but anyways, Aaron, Q-Dog Raider, as always, killing it there, and cannot, cannot wait to see you, my friend, um, uh, at the draft. QB Jeff, he dropped a lot of names there 
and a lot of uh, group of five guys there. Uh, give me, uh, give me kind of some of your thoughts based on some of the names that were dropped there. I love, I love two of the names he dropped: and Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati and Chad Muma in Wyoming. I was high on Chad Muma coming into this this uh, college football season. He led the nation in tackles this year. No nice. kidding! Wow, 6'3", 242 pounds. If if we can get this guy, and I think we could get him easily in in the second third round, maybe. Okay. In, unless somebody else is high on him too and wants to take him earlier. Okay. He's. I think he's going to be a star in in the league. Right we on. need another another linebacker besides Perryman. That is up and coming and, and could change our defense. Absolutely, and Perryman's like the, he was on a one year deal, so he's going to be yeah. expensive for us. Exactly coming into this now. Which granted, we have we, plenty of money, yeah, but it sure would be nice to get some fresh talent coming in because he's what he's probably what twenty nine, thirty years old. Perryman at this point, yeah, he's got to be getting. Yeah, in, yeah. In, in, now, he's, what is Littleton? Is Littleton going to be a free agent this year? I don't think, but it, I, I don't think he's a flat out unrestricted free agent. But I know that his cap number is certainly drops a ton. Okay, I think so we paid him all the big money then. we need to pay him. Yeah, if we can draft a guy like that and then have him, Diablo, and Perryman as yep. your three starting linebackers, like, Absol- And and how about that? Good. How about Divine Diablo? The way he stepped in early, like wasn't fantastic. that incredible? Right? No, it's fantastic. You give a yeah. young guy like that a shot, he's hungry, man. I, I always like that. You know, you, 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 I'm I'm good with the veterans. You got to have them. But there's something about giving a, a younger guy an opportunity and seeing what he does with it, and you got to reward him. And they started to do that, you know, towards the end of the season in the playoffs. It was like this guy's balling, man. And he'll probably put on 10, 15 pounds in the off season, right? Bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah, the yeah. experience it, it, you can't even measure the experience he got towards the end of the season. Absolutely. So yeah, him and uh, I mean, if we can get Kobe Bryant, I think we. Okay, need- yeah. Talk about that other name. Okay, Kobe talk- Bryant and Amard Gardner were the two best corners in college football, in my opinion, and they both were on Cincinnati's defense. And Cincinnati, Amard Gardner did not give a single touchdown his entire career. At Cincinnati, which is incredible, he'll probably go in the top ten picks, in my opinion. Okay, but Kobe Bryant is a stud as well. Okay, so so what we, do you say to the people that like? Okay, because we saw we what happened. Corner, right? Well, yes, but you saw what happened to Cincinnati when they got into the into into the playoff. Yeah, but they didn't lose because they were getting thrown on. Okay, they 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 got killed because they couldn't stop the run, and that it, has yep. nothing to do with Ahmad Garner and Kobe Bryant. Amen. Thank you yep. for saying that. Okay, totally. Yeah, yeah. Because that was the knock. Is everybody was like, "Well, yeah, when they played somebody good, they got the, they got beat up." Yeah, but I mean, if you look at it, I mean, they held their own in, uh, well into the third quarter, and Michigan was out of it in the second. So, I mean, you want to talk about Cincinnati totally. getting killed? It's like, okay, well, Michigan's supposed to be the top dog, Big Ten. You know, you know, power five school, right? And you got Cincinnati, and no one's talking about Aiden Hutchinson's stock, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes, that's just that's just the thing that us group of five guys have to deal with on a a weekend, year (laughs) in, year out basis. But, and uh, you guys rally against that because because like what you said uh, uh, about um, the the Western Kentucky QB like yeah you, ball is ball right like ball is ball regardless of what you want you put on the tape it, it, the tape does not lie and that's the biggest thing people are like oh this guy runs this forty and this 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 he had a, this pro day it's like have, did you see Renfro's forty in his, in his pro day no but you turn on that Clemson film it says yeah. everything you need Amen. to know totally right there. If Amen. a guy can play, he can play. If he can, he can't. Amen. You know, I used to, I, I remember saying that a lot on this show when we drafted Hunter Renfro. It was like, you know, look, you can say whatever you want about him, but every time I turn on a Clemson game, the guy's in the end zone, He's and it's always in a big game. Like, 100%. so how do you like? You can't. Those are the intangibles, right? Those. That's, yeah. It's not a measurable uh, thing there. So I appreciate that. Great insight, Swago. You got uh, any update for us before we uh, get into the rest of these uh, phone calls here? 
No. No. Okay, good. We didn't want an update from you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of money generated tonight for the One Nation Foundation. Yeah, I can tell you, you know that. what? Actually, I think Ebony Graves donated another $10. Uh, Fargo Raider, another $10. Uh, no, no, I do have an update. I'm okay. so sorry. Please, no, it's okay. Uh, yeah, I caught, no, no, no. I caught no, you we, off guard there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, so yeah, so Ebony Graves, ten dollar donation. Uh, Daniel Mangus, a thirty dollar donation. Let's go, Daniel. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You, buddy. Says Let's love go. you guys. Here we go. We love you, uh, brother. Fargo Raider, a ten dollar donation. So, uh, so just, yeah. just FYI, we're. We're over, uh, we're over four hundred bucks right now. Whoa! Let's go. Uh, yeah. So let's, let's go. keep let's keep it going. Let's go. Let's okay, keep so, it going. So so Josh uh, Fargo Raider says, "Let's smash that milestone." Here's the finally not freezing my nipples off. These things could cut glass most of the oh, time. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's what happens when you live in North Dakota. Well, up, there up, you up, go. Up there with uh, with uh, Trey Lance and and Carson Wentz, of course. Uh, Daniel Mangus says, "Here you go, boys. We love you guys. Love you too, man." And Ebony Graves says, "Let's hit the milestone." Thank you, Miss Ebony. We appreciate you so yep. very, yep. very much for all your amazingly kind donations uh, from you and everyone else tonight in the one Na- for the One Nation Foundation. Uh, and know that that money 100 will go to a Raiders-related charity. Uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, let's get into the rest of the calls. Here we got a handful to get to. This guy. Uh, so listen, he's called now three times. He's going to become the next made man here on Raiders Fan Radio. Doesn't leave a name. Oh, okay. I, this Man, guy's let's... voice is like, look, we got some great voices on this show. OG Daniel, Rico, right? Like, we got some great vo- voices on this show. This guy in the 207 has a fantastic voice. Now, again, I don't know who he is, so congratulations to Caller in the 207. You are the newest made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. The fire that burns the brightest is the will to win. We would rather be feared than respected as others just want in. We fight amongst our brothers, and we talk about our kin. But one thing we do not do is just let them win. People laugh and people poke. They make the Raiders the blunt of the joke. The media cries when we beat America's team. They say we've got no business getting onto the green. I challenge you out there with your kind of team, who would you rather have in a dark alley? My home or me, Joe Green. Love you, fam. When we retire, Raider Nation, till we die, brother. Absolutely, hey. man. We love you, too. Thank you so very much for your call. And congratulations, caller in the 207, newest made man here at Raiders Fan Radio. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. 
Nice. Nice. Good stuff there from Uncle Mosh. Of course, we miss you, Uncle Mosh, tonight. I love yeah. uh, So uh, let's let's shout out the chat, by I'm, the way. I, I was about to do that we because hadn't we shout haven't out the shouted them out all night long. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, we got 52 people in here right now. Thank you so much for everyone uh, that's tuned in. Wyo Raiders in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Mac Bud, who does not like... The uh, the makeshift cave cam that we've got. Today. He doesn't like he, it. Nah, he doesn't like the shifty cams. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. He, it's he's all getting, we got. He's, yeah, he's he's getting a little sick or something like uh, that. I'll do another one. We'll or, do a slower version. Or close your eyes when we go to the cave <laughs> cam. You'll <laughs> okay, be all right. Okay, okay. You'll be all right. Uh, Fargo Raiders in there. Tyrone Graves. Paul is in there. Paul? Chronicles of the Black Hole is in there. Storm is in there. Let's see. Tyrone Graves is in there. Ron's in there. Uh, let's see. And Daniel Mangus. So, okay. So, Daniel Mangus. He's talking about going to the draft. Yeah, he, come he's on, been Daniel. In there. He's been in there like, oh, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to go, trying to go. And I said, man, get your ass out there, man. I'd love to meet you. And then he goes, no doubt, Swag. I have an RKO for you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, you jack. I'll five-knuckle shuffle your ass. Oh, hey. Come on, man. Oh, man. Hey. Holy cow. Hey, I'm trying to be nice, and he's going to RKO me out of nowhere. Hey, and if you're going to go at my best bro, then I got a freaking people's elbow for you, Mangus. Oh, let's go, dude. Like, let's hey, go. Oh, man. What is it about Raider fans and wrestling that just goes It's kind of like it's kind of like peanut butter and jelly, huh? Like, it just, it just it freaking goes right together. It really together. is. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. Yeah. All right, so uh, let's go from uh, one jackknife powerbomb to the other. And uh, let's <laughs> to a jack wagon, maybe. Yeah. This guy is definitely a jack wagon. So, so here I should have had a better segue. Speaking of jabronis, oh, uh, there we go. I there, like it. There, there, there you go. It doesn't matter what team he roots for. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we're gonna ask this guy to turn that son bitch sideways and shove it where you know where because because <laughs> listen because <laughs> look this is what happens around here. <laughs> I, we get a lot of phone calls from opposing teams as fans, and I never play them because I never want to, like, you know, honor them or bring any uh, unnecessary attention to them. But I will say this, Raider Nation, this just gives you – it's the offseason, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a glimpse into the kind of stuff that comes in. We, we have all your amazing phone calls, but then we also have people like Jim in Kansas City who is a Chiefs fan, and this is what we have to deal with. Oh my Raider Nation, this is – Jim, we're going to have a good season, and you know what? Hey, bigger things are coming, but you know what? Let me tell you something. Everything comes to an end, but guess what? That Chiefs kingdom, they will never be stopped. Raider Nation, don't ever step on Chiefs kingdom. We will rule you, and you will bow down and obey the Chiefs kingdom. So lift it up, Raider Nation. Kingdom owns you. The kingdom runs the West. So let me tell you something. Patrick Mahomes has about 20 more years. So go ahead and buckle up, friend. Hopefully because you're paying him that long. what? Derek right? Carr is done. Your whole team is done. And you know what? Who is this guy? Super Bowl Jim. And you ain't in it, baby. Chief Kingdom for life. Google Voice. Let's play <laughs> with no. no, I got one thing to say to that. All right. Thank you for the call. Two more and you become a made man on a Raiders fan radio. Thanks for tuning in because we know that there is no Chiefs fan radio. Heck no, there's not. And you know what? He talks about the re- everything must come to an end. You know what's come to an end? Is this Chiefs dynasty that we were talking about. Preach, brother. Because Amen. you know what? We have seen... 
the blueprint of what it takes to stop this dumbass in the backfield that wears number 15. Breach. I'm telling you, man, yeah. this guy, this guy, hey, Jim and KC, you can blame Patrick Mahomes for losing the AFC Championship game. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go. Swag. I'm sorry. You know why? Because you had a 21 to 3 lead, and this guy is dancing around in your backfield and trying to make plays instead of, I don't know, maybe doing what Derek Carr does, throw it in the dirt, get rid of it, do something else. You know what I mean? Like, hello. All right, let's go to our official resident quarterback. Yes, let's do that. And let's and, and great point, Swag Jeff. And I wanna I wanna ask the question. Yeah. Is it a good idea to drop back 17 yards and try to find a passing lane? No. <laughs> the short answer is no. Well, here's the deal, and this is what happened. Okay. So Mahomes gets away with stuff that most guys can't physically do with, with arm strength. Because he's got the flip yeah, and all that. He, right, he's got right, incredible right. arm talent, and he can move around a little bit. But here's the deal. He gets locked into it. He makes a couple of them, and he's like, okay, th this is what I need to be doing, and, he, and that's what happened. Instead of taking what the defense is getting, making the smart play, throwing it away, he was trying to do that the whole like second half, and it wasn't working. You can only get away with that stuff for so long. Absolutely, and and it's and, it, and it, you know it's obviously it's not unfortunate for us as Raider fans. No, I was enjoying we every moment. Oh, it, right? it was beautiful. And the idea that like and 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 it's a great breakdown there too. And Swag like talk to me about like we had potentially another Chiefs. Niners Super Bowl and like now here we got the, the the Bengals and Rams like we got the best case scenario didn't we? Oh my gosh, that AFC and NFC Championship game weekend was was beautiful. You know, I mean, you know, and everyone it's so funny. Everyone at work has come up because everyone knows I'm a Raider fan at work because uh, I wear a Raider hat every day to work. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but who, who do you want to win the Super Bowl? Well, I want the Raiders to win the Super Bowl. Well, I know, but who's the... I said, it doesn't matter at this point because they both did their job. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who went... Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, if, seriously, like, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't care who wins this weekend, honestly. I really don't. Yeah. It's just cool to see new people in it. Yep. But, but, like, the alternative to that was another Niners-Chiefs yeah. Super Bowl. So... Thank you, Bengals. Thank you, Rams. Like you've saved us. Well, and I'll so, say this: if 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 anybody's going to win, I want the Bengals to win because you want to lose. The, you want to lose the Super Bowl Rams, Rams. right? Okay, preach. I like that. It should have been us in in the Super Bowl if it wasn't the Bengals, right? We're one play away. One play. Dude, I mean, yeah. it's one unbelievable. play and about seven referee calls away Damn. from winning that oh, game. Oh, dude, booger ref. Jackass, whatever his name is. <laughs> Damn you. All right, so, and, and one last thing for you, Jim and Casey. Here's my parting shot for you. <laughs> we're still going at him. Good. Yeah, we're, hell Good. yeah, we're going to go out. Are you going to call our show and try to bust it up in, in, yeah. here in the fan cave? No, we're going to come at you, dumbass. So here you go. All right, so listen, Jim. Get him. You freaking fool. All right, so you got, okay. Oh, oh yeah, your next 20 years of dominance, whatever. Well, enjoy paying your quarterback a half a billion dollars because here's what you got. You're looking to look forward to you have 1.8 million dollars in in salary cap room according to sport track which i'm looking at right now and here's your list of unrestricted unrestricted free agents tyron matthew jaron reed melvin ingram chavarius ward mtsu represent mike remmers mike hughes daniel Sorensen, byron pringle uh chad henney daryl williams ben neiman kyle long demarcus robinson blake bell alex okafor austin blythe Jarek mckinnon michael burton Derek. Andy, Andrew Wiley, Orlando Brown, Marcus Kemp, Dorian O'Daniel, Chris Lem Lemons, Amari Watts, Joe Fortson, and Derek Gore. They're going to sign 
one of those guys maybe and be broke have fun with that fool yeah. jim and casey you're gonna have a long freaking winter winter's coming my friend and it's coming into freaking vegas all right let's go next and let's oh. hear from our buddy uh hey hold on what sorry man F- tell us F- tell us what you really think fkc fkc that's what i really yeah. think oh i love that assholes all right let's go to storm how's it going raider nation this is storm and uh, i got to say, just finished watching that press conference where they introduced not only general manager Dave Zeigler, but also head coach Josh McDaniels in the flesh, wearing silver and black, so we know he's not going to leave us. And i got to say, I'm a little hyped up. I'm a little fired up. It's hard not to get excited when you see these press conferences. And it's kind of interesting to see the reaction now as opposed to a few days ago when he was first announced as head coach Josh McDaniels. And Dave Zeigler almost feels like an understudy of Dave, of, uh, of Josh McDaniels, even though, according to the press conference, he's going to have the final decision-making, which I think is the right thing to do. And, you know, our initial reaction, Raider Nation's initial reaction, I think is a little justified. You know, Josh McDaniels comes from the Patriot way. He's already flamed out once as a head coach. All, you know, all you need to know about his first stint in Denver is 59-14 to 14 Raiders, baby. You know, that's that, that was such a big deal, you know, back then, and even now it gives you such pause. But Mark Davis, whether you like Josh McDaniels as a head coaching candidate or not, I think made a logical decision. There are certain things that Josh McDaniels provides that other head coaches didn't. He has elite traits uh, that you would want in a head coach. He runs great offenses. He's great with quarterbacks. He has a scheme and runs a scheme in New England that matches up well to the players to now. Derek Carr, I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but Tom Brady and Derek Carr have a similar sort of archetype. Smart quarterbacks that can control the line of scrimmage, accurate between the numbers and outside the numbers. Hunter Renfro is the definition of a Patriots wide receiver. White and uh, runs great routes. And it's tough. We have our own uh, elite tight end in um, Darren Waller. Now, just because these things are true doesn't mean Josh McDaniels will work out as head coach, but they are logical things that Mark looked at and wanted. And you know what? The uh, At the end of the day, all that matters is just win, baby. It doesn't matter where you come from, who you are. If you're the head coach of the Raider, you're a Raider, and just win, baby. I'm fired up about this. Uh, can't wait for the draft. Zagler is also really quickly an underrated guy. He did really good work with the Patriots last year as their de facto GM, and now he's our GM. Just feeling great about it. Love you, Raider Nation. Let's go. All right. Oh, good stuff there from Storm, man. We love you too, brother. Keep those calls coming. And uh, so Storm uh, trades paint with us on Twitter quite a bit. We, uh, he's, oh, my he, gosh. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah, one of our he, biggest fans on Twitter. Absolutely. He's fantastic. And so keep that stuff coming. Keep those calls coming. Uh, Storm, we love you, bro. And I think he's up there in Oregon. Uh, up there in Cousin Sunnyland. So we, we appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, all right, next up, we're going to go from, so Oregon all the way down to, uh, uh, to I don't know, do you call it South Texas? I don't know, whatever, it's Houston. Yeah. But uh, let's hear from our friend. We call him the historian, and uh, he is Houston Raiders Steve. Murph, Mosh, Red Jeff, Nation, Houston Raiders Steve, made men and made women, all the great listeners. Hey, how about those Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> nice. The second half. Touchdown, Kansas City! Yeah, they suck. They suck again. Yeah, I tell you what, Andy Reid. I am the walrus. I am the walrus. Let's put them to extinction. Patrick Mahomes. 
It's not easy being green. Hey, it's bad enough we got to listen to those commercials all the time and see Frogface up there. I'll tell you what, I wish the uh, Cincinnati Bengals are going to go out and be world champions, but I wish they had done a couple of victory laps around that stadium. You know what? Nobody was doing a tomahawk chop in the second half. Anyway, let's get back to our team, the team that really counts. How about those Raiders, man? They got from John Carroll, and of course Josh McDaniels. And John uh, Tool was from there. John Carroll is a Catholic school up in Cleveland. I guess that's going to be the next Cradle of Coaches or whatever. Anyway, I like to hire. I like what they said in the pregame. I mean, uh, before the interview, Josh McDaniels told uh, Mark Davis that, yes, that was a fumble on that uh, Wilson play. All I can say is the Raiders are back, baby. Watch out. He's going to refocus. He said, don't, you know, don't judge me on my last job because he's going to turn the team around. And that's all I can say is Kansas City, here I come. No, we don't. We're going back to uh, Las Vegas. That's where the real heads are. God bless. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, Steve, you're the best, dude. We love our good friend Houston Raider Steve. I love it when he sings. That's always my favorite. What uh, the Golden uh, Pipes over there uh, on Houston yes. Raider Steve? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what a singer! Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, a lot of stuff going on there in the chat room. Swag Jeff, what do we got as far as updates there? Bob? Yeah, uh, Fargo Raider with a ten dollar donation. Uh, Kojo Raider or Raider Kojo nine one six says, "Hey guys, that was God slash Vin Diesel from uh, the two oh seven. Oh, uh, right? Yeah. What a voice on that Absolutely, guy. absolutely. And uh, let's see. Daniel Mangus, a $15 donation. All joking aside, love you, Swag and Murph. Uh, Foxy Scorpio, $10 donation, says, isn't it cute they're trying to make Chiefs Kingdom and Broncos country a thing? So jealous of Raider Nation. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and Wyo Raider, Wyo Raider with another $10 donation as well. So, oh, uh, thank you, Wyo. Yeah, for sure, man, for sure. So... I believe uh, we've hit another really cool milestone, boys. Oh, Hey-o. let's go, man. That's what I'm talking about. I uh, appreciate you all very, very much. All those amazing donations tonight. 100% of that money, of course, goes to the One Nation Foundation. All right, let's see. So we've got uh, a couple more to get to tonight. Let's hear from our uh, – actually, we got – yeah, two more to get to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mentioned OG Daniel a little while ago. He's got one of those voices, uh, that one of those legendary voices around here, Wyoming Raider, you, who was who donating, uh, one of those guys with that with the big old voice. And, uh, yeah, there's no mistaking when you hear uh, OG or now Jack Daniel call the show. Nice. Hey, Murph, Mosh, Swaggy Jeff. This is formerly OG Daniel of the Chronicles of the Black Hole, now OG Jack Daniel of the Chronicles nice. of the Black Hole. I know I haven't called into the show for a while, but, you know, sometimes it takes some time to, you know, rake up all the bail you need. Um, but I wanted to <laughs> give you a call and say uh, thank you, Murph, for coming on my show. And, um, you know, I, I got to watch you get shanghaied by Phil Villapiano, which was a lot of fun. The next time, if you ever decide you want to come back and we have someone on, what we'll do is give you a safe word, um, you know, or blink twice if you need an escort out from the bouncer. But um, <laughs> anyway, no, I wanted to touch base with you guys. A lot going on in the nation. Uh, a lot of coaching changes coming in. But uh, just wanted to say, go Raiders. All right, go Raiders, man. We appreciate you, OG Daniel. Absolutely. So I was on... Uh, Last week, uh, although we were taking a break, 
quote taking a break we still did an rfr rundown and then uh, and then i went and did a uh, a little bit of a guest spot on og daniel's youtube channel and of course and he had uh, legendary super fan captain jack rackham on there with him which was which was a lot of fun uh we love captain jack but uh and no disrespect to captain jack but only overshadowed by number 41 Phil Villapiano, foo, and, uh, uh, of course, legendary Raider, Super Bowl champion, and, uh, and, and should be Hall of Famer. So, uh, so Phil Villapiano is on the show with us, and we have an absolutely great time. Unfortunately, I was on, like, a tight schedule. Like, I had to leave, and, like, th- and there was no disrespect intended, but, like, I had to go. And so I was trying to ask a question and kind of, like, <laughs> drop in the idea that I'm like, hey, and I got to run in a second, and Phil called me out on my shit. Absolutely, so, he did. <laughs> here's what it sounded like. I have a question. I got to get going in just a minute, guys. If, if, Phil, I'd like to ask you. Uh, Excuse me. Yes, sir. You think you think I don't got to get going? <laughs> You're allowed. You stay as long as you want. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you stay too. Um, I want all right. you there. All I right. Feel well, all right. Hey, listen, Herb, sit the f*** down. <laughs> <laughs> You're staying, Murph. Ask the question. All right. I'll st- all right. I'll- Murph, what's your question, Murph? My question is this. All right, then you got to tune into the show if you want to hear what the question is. Check out uh, OG Daniel's channel. Uh, that is Chronicles of the Black Hole. And uh, we love those guys and much, much respect and much appreciation. And it's fantastic. We do about an hour with Phil. And it's and he is in Look, Phil is one of the greatest storytellers as it is, let alone, hey, get a little wine in him. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, things start to sto- sure. the story. Well, those and- are the best moments for Phil. We, right? we experienced that firsthand at the Bolitnikoff Foundation. When you get a couple of drinks in Phil, it's it's gold. Oh, it's absolutely gold. Let alone gold. a little bit of Bolitnikoff uh, yeah, wine you know, in him, right? Absolutely. Well, and you know, and, and you showed that that picture on in uh, OG Daniel's thing right there the picture of of all of us me uh you and mosh and 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 who and and fred was standing right there too and so all of us are standing there and we're just listening to fred and phil go back and forth reminiscing about old times and stuff oh it was one of the coolest moments of my life it's one thing to captivate a couple of knucklehead or three knucklehead podcast hosts but when you captivate a hall of famer like fred belenica you know what i mean you know you're legit and that's what phil did and so yeah absolutely great so i'll find the picture uh while we're listening Listen to the last call and uh, and throw that up for you guys. So, anyways, uh, so here we go. <sighs> if I could turn down the lights, I could. Or if I could turn down the lights, lights I would. Light your candles. Yeah, light like you know, aromatherapy. Yeah, you know whatever whatever you do to like you know you know CBD whatever you, whatever you do you think like we're not judging. Yeah, just, just break it down. Have a drink. Relax in your chair. I don't know. Like light some incense. Yeah. How does that feel, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, lower. <laughs> Hey, Jeff. That's from Austin Powers, you jackass. Oh, oh, oh. How does that feel, baby? Lower. How does that feel, baby? Hey, heck yeah, man. I got you, bro. Oh, my gosh. I got you, bro. That was awesome. My bad. I told you, yes. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. When he's in the hot tub and his foot comes up, he's like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Now, isn't it? That's it. That's it. Anyways, welcome back to Austin Powers Fan Radio. Sorry, oh behave! (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys are the best. All right, so Uh, all right, so speaking of a lot of foot china, let's go to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was 
Perfect. <laughs> Let's go to Raiders Rico. <laughs> hey guys, Rudy Bonrico here. So I've watched like every year the Senior Bowl, and um, I got to say this year definitely the quarterbacks made an impact. Sometimes you got like a, a kind of a more defensive uh, game. Sometimes the running backs or the wide receiver are making an impact, and definitely was a quarterback show this year. And the guy uh, that impressed me the most, and he got four plus in my books, is that guy, Desmond Reader from the Cincinnati Bearcats. Yeah, buddy. I watched games of this guy, videos as well of these guys, and he's, he got speed, he's a good scrambler, precise thrower, he got strong and very important vision, passing traffic, quick release, you know when to get rid of the ball. He's a very disciplined guy. I saw him stretching downfield constantly and score in the red zone at the same time. He's a six foot four guy, 215 pounds, and the last in the last year, he passed for 3,334 yards with a touchdown interception interception ratio of 30 passing touchdown and eight interception. He ran for 355 yards and he scored six rushing touchdowns. And the thing I like the most of this guy is his smooth pass. I love smooth passing a quarterback. Now, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, the only guy who impressed me is that guy who is a kind of a, a defensive lineman slash outside linebacker. I would like to see him as a linebacker in his pro career, if he's gonna go pro. And his name is D'Angelo Malone from Western Kentucky. He's got four plus in my books. Um, he's um, a six foot four, 230 pounds. This guy is quick, he's big. He understands the plays of the opponent. He cover man, he cover zone. In his five years career, he collected 183 solo tackle, 32 and a half sacks, one interception and one touchdown. So D'Angelo Malone definitely worth some attention. Now I got also a running back that impressed me. Um, he got five plus because yes, he's six plus and a minus. He got five plus in my books. His name is Abraham Smith from Baylor. He's a 5'11 guy, 221 pounds. He got progression while he's running. You know, he's, he got speed, he got vision. And the most important thing, and the, the, the thing that I like together with the speed is the power he has. He's a tackle breaker. And you know why he's a tackle breaker? I've watched videos of this guy, and in 2020, he passed from running back to linebacker, and he got 48 tackles and one sack. Abram Smith, worth some attention. Now, with all the said, that was my take of the uh, Senior Bowl, and uh, go Bengals. Got to say that, man. I'm an old school Raider. I know what the rivalry is. I don't forget, so fuck the Rams. <laughs> I love you all. Cheers to all of you, and I'm out. Let's go, Rico. Love it, man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with them on the old school like anti Rams thing. Like, oh, yeah. I, I know we don't like the Bengals either, but like, it's kind of a lesser of two evils yep, there. I think totally. And I, I kind of did. Look, one last thing here. What are we doing on time? We got we got a, we had a couple minutes here before we close this thing mm -hmm. out. All right, so let me ask you this, QB Jeff. Like, 
I like Stafford. Like, he's fine, whatever. But there's something about Burrow, right? Like, he's kind of like, it's the whole Joe Cool thing and, yeah. like, the way that, like, th- that demeanor. And, like, there's something to root for for that guy and the way he plays the position, right? No, I agree. He plays it the right way. He's you know, He's got some moxie about him. And, and here's the deal I love about him, too, is he – he didn't play at Ohio State. He was kind of an outcast there and goes down to LSU and wins a freaking natty. Yes. Like that, that, like, that's, that's, that's baller uh, right yeah, there, right? 100%. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm rooting for him. And like I said earlier, I mean, if you're going to lose to a team in the playoff, you want to lose the team that wins the whole freaking thing, right? Amen. So, Amen. I'm, right. I'm rooting for the Bayou Bengal. Let's go, man. Let's go. How about you, Swago? Right? Bengals yes, all I the agree. Way. Sorry, I'm 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 no. moderating the chat. Oh, never mind. All right, you do your thing. <laughs> do you, okay, all right, do your. Th- all right, so well, I'll yeah, I'll do the rest of this thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> okay, so uh, we got a sizzler to do though. You uh, should we turn that over? You yes, want to wrong? Okay. I got, yeah, I got so, it. I got uh, it. I got right, it. So here's what we do around yeah, here. I was so, kicking out someone that was not being nice. Oh, okay. Well, hey, See you, bye. hey man, got to regulate, man. Drop, drop. Hey, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to drop the band hammer sometimes if someone gets loose in the chat. Look, hey, look, you. We welcome all comers, but all we ask is that you just be kind to one another. When be, you come, you be nice. Uh, just be nice. Just be kind. That's, That's it. it. That's it. All you got to do is be kind, and you can say whatever you want. Just be nice to one another. Um, all right, so um, uh, so here at the show, so the way we close it out when the Sea of Fans is that we take the best of the emailers and the best of the phone callers, and we award a Sizzler Award. Normally, that is the Uncle Mosh that awards that. In his absence, though, we turn it over to Swag Jeff. And so, Swag Jeff, who do we have tonight? Who is the best of the best tonight? Oh, my gosh. We had so many good ones. So, uh, Granny and Grampy Raider started off the emails. Who They're in five feet of snow, but they still managed to make the email, and Granny Raider wants Marcus. Yes. And so and so that was that was the point that stood out to me for sure. And then of course Paul with with always an epic three page email that Swag Jeff had to read. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> Don't stop those, Paul. Make them even longer, for, especially for when Uncle Mosh comes back. Um, Capo started off our voicemails, of course, and he's always the maid of the maid man, just top of the line. Emails every single or calls every single week. Caller in the two oh seven that got made this so week. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Salute good. Yeah, salute on yes. getting made and um, and a great call. A, He's he always does the poems, whether it's yeah. whether it's yeah. whether it's just the autumn wind or his own little things or whatever. They're always so so good. Uh, uh, Jim and KC, the Chiefs fan. Uh, thank you so much for calling the show. We greatly appreciate it. Two more times, and you will become a Raiders fan. Radio made man. Uh, so uh, and Storm, who talks about the draft and all that stuff. Houston Raiders, Steve. Uh, there was a lot of great stuff he said in his call, but but plain and simple, he just said f the Chiefs. F the Chiefs, F man. The Chiefs, FKC. Man. Absolutely. And uh, Raider Bo Enrico breaks down the senior bowl. Uh, great, uh, great awesome. information. Incredible call. Uh, but tonight's Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award goes to a guy uh, who uh, who you're familiar with a little bit uh, this past week, Murph. We're going to a guy who uh, who talked about uh, talked about Phil Villapiano in your show. It is OG Daniel. Hey! I am Fiddler. <laughs> Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here. And we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Josh McDaniels. Ziggler. 
don't know. God. I don't know. I'm at a loss. All yeah, right. you are. Yeah. All right. So let's give something cool away. All right. Oh, my so, gosh. Let's so do it. Swaggo, show them what we're giving away. Yes. Do we have time for any last second entries? Or are we done? No, we're done. Are we closing? We're, done. we're closing If you, if you would like to donate, it is just for the good cause. It is not for the Howie Longside right. mini helmet that I'm holding up right now. Uh, thank you to everyone that donated. Uh, 15, 15 people donated tonight. Oh, thank you guys so much. 15 people thank donated you so, tonight. So much. We raised, for the One Nation Foundation, we raised $510. Let's go! Beautiful. $510 tonight for the One Nation Foundation. That's unbelievable, man. For so the after Aussie, Google gets our cut, it's like six bucks. <laughs> Yeah, after Google, yeah, it is six bucks that will go to the Stabler Foundation or Bolitnikov or, or whatever yes, it is. But no, seriously, thank you all. Yeah, very, absolutely. That's incredibly and, you know, and, thank you. and hey, it's the off season, man. So we know that our numbers on the YouTube and everything, they're going to start going down a little bit because everyone, you know, always they, happens. They've crawled in their hole yep. and they'll come back, you know, around August or whatever. They'll, they'll they'll poke their head out around draft time and then they'll go back down. But so the the most we had in the chat tonight was sixty five people, and we were still able to raise five hundred. That is beautiful, man. That that is yeah. so amazing. So we're gonna break this down, and we're gonna shout so, out so, every so single Mosh, person. Yeah, Mosh sticks his head out of his front door, and if he sees his shadow, it's six more weeks of podcast. Absolutely, yes. absolutely, <laughs> for sure. So uh, so we're gonna break this down, and we're just gonna do it by people. Come on, that was funny. That, uh, I thought it was great. Gosh, you just blew right on past well, that. Sorry, I'm trying to shout out the people that that gave us money. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah so yeah, sorry, yeah. Okay. So thank you, Jeff, for the endorsement. You got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate the affirmation. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so in this order, so we're just going to go by first to last, right, and we're going to shake enough. it up really good in this in this bucket right here. Okay. So, silver and big silver and black, a twenty dollar donation to the One okay. Nation Foundation. Fargo Raider, seventy dollar donation. Oh to the my One Nation gosh, Foundation. let's go, dude! Uh, Aaron the Q Dog Raider, our capo, a fifty dollar donation Woo! to the One Nation Foundation. Let's go! Kill Jadis with a hashtag One Chip Gang, a ten dollar oh, donation. Love it, love it. Absolutely. Wyoming Raider. Wyo Raider with a $20 donation. Uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd. $50 donation to the One Nation Foundation. Congratulations, you and your bride. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. Foxy Scorpio. A $30 donation to the One Nation Foundation. Tyrone Graves. $20 donation. Ebony Graves. $20 donation. Michelle Sweat. $50 donation. Mac Bud. $10 donation. Beautiful. Absolutely. Ron the Mater Raider, $20 donation. Schmucky the Raider Bear, $20 donation. Pirate, or, I'm sorry, Pineapple, a $20 donation. But the leader in the clubhouse that I saved for last goes to uh, goes to our favorite twin of the night, Daniel Mangus, who donated $100 Whoa! to the One Nation Let's Foundation. Go! Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so thank you so much to oh everyone that gosh. donated, everyone that joined us so here in, the, in uh, live on the YouTube, all that stuff. So, uh, so normally Uncle Mosh dips his big old paw in here <laughs> and picks out a chip, <laughs> yeah. but we're gonna let QB Jeff do that tonight Let's do it. because so you he's slide sitting over to in Uncle Mosh's chair. Yep, here, absolutely. I'll, I'll turn the camera a little bit. So yeah, you, you yeah, you here. do your thing. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right. So for those of you on the audio podcast, so, uh, so Swago has got the bucket and he's mixing up the chips. QB Jeff is waiting patiently. He's not looking. Head turned. Digging into the bucket there. Mixing in. That one didn't feel right. Oh. Sorry, Daniel Mangus. No, I'm kidding. No, no, no. All right, here we go. All right. All right. So he's got the chip in his hand. So he's got it. He's, he's got it gripped into his palm. Okay. So now let's. So tell us what the number is. Yes. Tell us. If, okay. First off, tell us if it's one or two numbers. Okay. 
It's two, it's two numbers, but this might be Spanish depending on the way I'm looking at it. <laughs> well, I've had to reuse these poker chips several times, so I've had to scratch out numbers and okay. redo numbers. Flash the camera so everybody knows what's up. Uh, right, you I'll ready? Go, okay. Show the camera there. Yeah. You want it in Spanish or the actual number? No, give us the actual. We'll, get, we'll give uh, us the Spanish. Okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Because right now it looks like it says C. <laughs> okay. Just yes, I know what it is. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Okay. You ready? All right. Yeah, I'm ready. Right. Here we go. Show All the right. camera. All right. So, oh, I see. It's fifteen. Number fifteen. So if you turn it upside down, it says yes for C. Number fifteen. So who's the number winner, fifteen? The winner of the Howie Long signed mini helmet is Pineapple. Oh! Pineapple. Congratulations, my friend. You have won a signed. Howie Long mini helmet Beautiful. with a certificate of authenticity. Congratulations, my friend. Send us an email. Show, show, the, show the sheet. Show the number, your, your numbers on the. Where, no, oh, okay. No, no your numbers on your, 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 oh, your, your, your tally okay, so sheets. So hold, everybody knows. Hold on. I got a bunch of shit on my desk. Hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there, I always so love there, there, there. Everybody can see the thing there. There's so there your you go. There's your tally sheet, and there's 15. So there he is. Pine, oh, right, right at the bottom. Right. And he was 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Right at the wire. 20 bucks. Fantastic. Got him that, but uh, but salute to every single person yeah. yes, that, that donated so and stuff. But pineapple show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, send us an email with your with your contact info, with your address and all that stuff, and we will get this in the mail to you, my friend. And Absolutely, and aloha. And, and you know what? It's almost oh, fitting. Here he, here it's he almost. Goes. It's here almost. He goes. It's almost fitting that I'm wearing a Mariota jersey tonight. Because uh, show the it, back, man. Because that could be Mark Wilson for all we know. Okay, well, those deep cuts right there. Speaking, of, look at that. There you go. Yep. I wish I had the Aloha Corner stuff going on. Oh well, you know, tonight is Aloha Corner night because Pineapple has won. There you go. Oh, nice, nice. Congratulations, Pineapple. Congratulations, Pineapple. <laughs> Aloha, my friend, and mahalo for for the donation. One hundred percent, twenty dollars. Mahalo, my friend. It's beautiful, man. Absolutely. So I will be having mahi mahi for dinner tonight. There you go. In your honor. Don't pineapples Absolutely. mean something else too. What's that? So don't pineapples mean something else too? Does it mean something else? I mean, I'm sure. Usually. If you, does it? <laughs> I don't Google know. it. All right. So thank you. For <laughs> For joining us for this episode number 236. Thanks for this great episode with a weird ending. <laughs> QB Jeff and Rico. Oh, hang on. my gosh. Sorry. All right, no, there weren't too many Peronis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's up there when your brother was on and he referenced the Cleveland Steamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, shout out, Mike, by the way. Yeah, and, shout and, out and, my brother, Mike. And, and Dominico's in Alameda. And, uh, and thank you to you, QB uh, well, Jeff, for being yes, here tonight. for being here, Speaking man, of Dominico's, and shout them out. Tell everybody where they need to go to support your business. Yeah, uh, Dominico's Italian Deli. We got one in Alameda, one in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So any of the uh, Raider fans that are coming in to Nashville next year for the game. Oh, dude, there's going to be. Let's so, have a meeting. You're about to get a a ton of business. Yeah, let's a do ton it, of business. We need to do one of our meetups at your place, for sure. Man. Yes, yes. So we'll do that. And then uh, also, if you want to follow any college football uh, recruiting, news, whatever, me and my boys that I played with do a show, Group of Five Guys, at Group of Five Guys, and all the social media. You can search on YouTube. Got show them the logo contact. there. Yep. Yeah, there it is. Group of Five yep, Guys. I got Check my them out. shirt. 
Absolutely. We're going to have QB Jeff a lot on. Of sleepers in the draft coming up this oh, year. Group yes. Of Check them out. And you're going to come back and talk to us a lot about a 100%. lot of these players coming up, right? We yeah, look forward sure to hearing well. much from you. And thank you so much for being here Thanks tonight. For we, me. We, I appreciate we appreciate it. you. Uh, thank you to everybody in the chat room tonight. Michelle Sweat's in there. Fargo Raider, Kill Jadis. Paul, uh, our buddy Josh, Fargo Raider, B. Al, uh, Storm, Mac Bud. Welcome back, Mac Bud. Keep it nice, brother. We love you. Uh, Jack Ken is in there. Carlos is in there. Uh, Fat Guapo is in there. Um, uh, Ron the Materator, of course, holding it down. We appreciate you also very, very much. Thank you to all the amazing donations tonight. Swag Jeff, brother, thank you for being here. Take absolutely, us absolutely. Thank you so much. And thanks to everyone for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Uh, don't forget, folks, what happens in Vegas is started in Oakland. And we'll see you in Vegas for the draft. Yeah, Let's buddy. go. And we'll see you on the YouTube next week. Goodbye. Good night, YouTube. Oh, yeah, I guess we don't have yeah, a, I was cam. say, I have a no camera. camera. I'm waving at nobody. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. I'll, just Goodbye. Run, I'll just run around the, the horn here. Yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. Everybody wave. There you go, QB Jeff. He ain't going to wave. Oh, there he is. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.